This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is a roll call Friday Brigade. What is up? Welcome into a Friday edition of the Bostonian versus the book live. Well, right now, live sports grid, not live, but live on YouTube and Twitter post apocalyptic Las Vegas. Ever wanted to know what Vegas would look like if you literally just dropped sand on top of us? That's what we've been dealing with here today. I don't know we're what happened to no, you. We're not. Are you there? I'm frozen. You're back. You're not. I see you. Still Out of the over. gate. Gremlins. I see you. Do you hear me? Interesting. Matt, what was that? In and out. I don't know. He looks good. Well, now he's pixelated. I don't know. I'll, I'll boot him and we'll get him back in. Okay. We'll do that. Sorry. There's a little bit of a, of a, of a false start. Football. You know, it's Friday. We'll get Dave back in here quickly. Now, can you hear me? I'm back now. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Throw the flag. Ball start. Five yards. Want to start it over? <laughs> nah, let's go. We're all I, good. You got I me. What, I don't know what happened there. It kicked me out. <laughs> I saw you like go really big and then really small and then you froze. So we're fine. We're I good. didn't even hear the music. Did we start the music and the graphics yes. and all that stuff? Full okay. intro, full everything. We're all off right. and running. We're all enrolling. Thought How you threw you? me out after yesterday. Like, oh boy. <laughs> I we're was good. asking you about the post, the post apocalyptic Las Vegas that you were dealing with. I didn't even know about it. I saw it on social media. What the heck was going on in the strip last night? My eyes are killing me. I can't even, you can't even go outside right now. If you have any sort of allergies or issues or things like that, one of those um, dust storm things, something came up and wow, I posted that video, but I was like, cause we were up in those sky lofts. I was at a fantasy football draft event last night with some major, major players. 10 dimes an entry was the draft I was doing. Can you do one or can you make one? I, I didn't do the draft. Let's make that perfectly clear. Oh, okay. I wasn't, I'm not in fantasy space. I don't want to do fantasy leagues anymore. I don't want to talk about it. I love the brigade. You guys invited me in that league. I'm not doing the league. But there's a lot of people with a lot of money. And a lot of people with a lot of money want me around and ask me questions and all this other stuff. And I you just don't went, do prop betting, I thought, right? No, I don't want to do prop betting. I know the numbers, but I right, mean, right, right. you know, they want the opinions, but right. I don't like betting it. But the fantasy world, there's 15 and 20 dimes. They call them diamond and platinum and all this other stuff too. And entry. Is it winner take all or is it staggered? You win your league, you get X, then you get put in the big tournament and you win it all. You can win a million dollars. You can do all this stuff. So... It's fascinating, but I was down there and we're up in the sky loss, you know, overlooking everything. Yeah. And the strip disappeared. 
literally disappeared with the dust. I was like, what is going on outside? So one of the guys, it's crazy to say, goes on Twitter and says, oh my gosh, what's going on? Like people are going to Twitter for actual news, like real oh, yeah. life stuff. Of course. It's well, it's it's real time. It's faster than the news. I mean, people's cell phones are cameras and video. I mean, that's how we get news now is and, instantaneously put on Twitter. Yeah. And uh I was like, there's a I forget what they call it. There's a there's a word for it, but somebody was like, Yeah, this is going on right now outside. So dust storm, right? Yeah, it's a dust storm. There's an actual fun term uh, okay. for it. Or word for it. I don't know what it was, but I it was it was it was nothing was happening in Summerlin where I was. And I was just like scrolling through Twitter and I was seeing the strip is blacked out. You can't see the lights of the strip. Normally I, I can see the strip from my house. I can't mm -mm. see anything. I was like, mm -mm. what is going on? And then it never really got out here. It just was down there in kind of the bowl of the of the valley. And then I got up this morning and I was like, what is going on? You couldn't see the sun. It, it was, was crazy. So weird. It was so weird. It's almost like it snows. Like, you know, we grew up back east where we had yeah, a dusting. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. We had a dusting of dust. Yeah. Not Disgusting. Good. I went it outside. It's in your mouth. Morning. Yeah, oh, it's, it's in your mouth. It's nasty. Terrible. Like when Just, you're walking outside, I was like, I can taste dust in the air. It's like, what is going on? So, yes. So, we're dealing with that today in Vegas. Yes. All right. Last night, Bills, four turnovers. Yes. And they still killed the Rams. Yes. Which team did we learn more about last night? Buffalo or LA? What do you think? I thought it was Buffalo's defense was the story of the game for me. Yeah. Defensive Buffalo. line was the story of the game. Buffalo's defense, sacks, pressure, um, shut down the Rams' offense. Now, what did you think of the Rams' offense? I think Stafford's elbow is a real problem. Something's going on there, ain't it? His, uh, his elbow is a real problem. He can't step in and snap the ball. It's really obvious. He looks like a pitcher coming back from an arm injury. Everything is high. I mean, he was missing all of his – all. Both interceptions he threw were complete overthrows to wide open receivers. Well, same guy to cup. Both times he was open. Haboob, by the way, is the word. Haboob. That's what the dust storm is called. That's Oh, that's, that's why someone was tweeting that at me. That's that's what that is. Thank you, Sonic. This chat is the lifeblood of this show. I, I thought somebody enough. was making that word up. Someone nope. someone wrote haboob on my Twitter account. And I was like, yeah, the hell are you talking? That's an actual word. That's a word. Sounds like a Simpsons word. Nope. It's roll call <laughs> Friday. And we're going to, we're going to, you know, drip the names in here and there, but Sonic gets the first shot off for roll call Friday for jumping in there with that word. Haboob. It was a haboob last night in LA. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's more than his elbow. Stafford Stafford's elbow is more the is is a part of the problem. Well, the old line offense, right? Big problem. We they couldn't move anybody from the from that. Look, the defensive line. Von Miller is good. He's not that good. Okay, he's not Von Miller of ten years ago, and that, that's what he looked like when he was winning defensive player of the year, you know, awards. He good. killed that old line yesterday. That was not. They I, tried to run the ball a couple times, and that was it. They couldn't run the ball at all. Well, on first down in the first half, every every drive started with a run. And it was second and nine, second and eight, second and 11, the entire first half. They were in a passing down the second, you know, on second down. And then they just went ahead and played that shell defense and rushed with four and got home. 
Yeah. And then it, and then it went from second to 11 to third and 14 or third and 15 and forget yeah. about it. You're done. Unbelievable. I mean, kept waiting for it to quote unquote open up. I mean, pregame total closed around 52, 51 and a half. Um, I had, you know, kind of wished for the over because you just won an over game for the opener and like, you yeah. know, hope that they're scoring, but knew the under was the side. In game went down quick. Um, we had the boys, Jay Dow Betts was was tweeting about trying to get a middle, mm-hmm. trying to catch it at 41, have for over 41, under 52. That's a nice middle, son, if you can get that. Pushed and on you it, barely yeah. got a push. You know, yeah. if you got the 41, even 43 to 52 is like ideally 10 points is the number. All right. Yeah. And for, for all the people like you know, watching that 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 want to you know convert people to in-game betting. There's more than just picking the side. Like you got to like try to position yourself. Wouldn't you um, think in-game betting on totals is an easier market to beat? I love in-game betting on totals. It's kind of like the hockey thought, right? I mean, if you come in pre-game over or, or under, and the game starts very slowly, and that number crashes, you're looking for a ten-point middle. So if it goes fifty-one close, forty-one forty, okay, go ahead and then and there's your middle. It doesn't matter who wins. I love in-game betting. I think just feels like, if it feels like totals in hockey, even in baseball. I mean, I don't know. I like in-game because you're watching the game. You know how the game's being refereed. You know what the weather is like. You know what the plays, the play calls are like. Just you have the, you know, the playbook. Mm, uh. Should somebody pay us for that information? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just curious. Like that's, Ed, that's, 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 that's Ed pretty Miller good. already gave it out at the end of the game. So now we have both you have the total and the, Ed, end of the, end I of the first half. I'm still half. mad at Ed for doing that. I'm going to find you, Ed. You, you, we texted, we're going to try to have lunch. And the first question Ooh. I'm going to ask is be like, Ed, what did you tell everybody <laughs> that for? Because all the wise guys know that all the sharp guys, all the rhombuses, all the parallelograms, but you're right. Um, what did you take away from Josh Allen? Like one, he's still, the he's one still Josh Allen. You weren't impressed at all. He did. Th- he he is who I think he is. I mean, he didn't. He, his stock didn't move at all for me. He's still the favorite to win the MVP. Yes, after last night. I I don't know. Well, let me watch. 15 more games before I make that, make that opinion. Well, no, I mean, Juan it's, right it's, now, it's overreaction was, Friday before but, but overreaction it, Monday. If I was going to put, if I was going to give somebody a MVP award on the bills, it'd be Vaughn Miller right now. It wouldn't be Josh Allen. He was excellent. All those fantasy <laughs> guys with all the money wanted to give it to Gabriel Davis. They were like, well, he was big too. I mean, he was, I mean, and look, Stefan Diggs literally ate Jalen Ramsey's lunch in front of him. <laughs> like just went ahead and took his lunch and, and dinner. Hi, thank you. What are you going to do about it? He had a perfect quarterback rating throwing the ball to him, catching the ball. What's it covering I mean, anybody? It, Jalen Ramsey got exposed by Stefan Diggs last night. Oh, man. That was unreal to watch. It was like, Jalen, okay, if you're going to take a step backwards and the defense takes a step backwards, we talk about the Bengals having a hangover from the Super Bowl. This is why nobody repeats. Because you come in with all the expectations and all the hype and you've gone on the party train and everyone's in love with you. You're the Super Bowl champs. Whoops. On No. It happened to the Patriots. Um, what was it? I think it was 2019 or the 20... 
after they won a championship, it was a Thursday night game. They dropped the banner and they lost the game by 20 points, I think, to the Chiefs at home. Can't remember which year that was. Maybe 2014. Can't remember what year it was the Patriots won the Super Bowl. I mean, it, was, it was 2017. It was after the 2016 season. I can't remember exactly when it was, but they got, that's what it felt like to me. I was like, yep, this is why nobody repeats anymore because you just get killed. And then it spirals because right. now it's panic time in the locker room. It's panic time in the media. The press conference on Monday is going to be like, okay, how big are your problems? Your offensive line couldn't block anybody. Your quarterback's elbow might be problematic. Your star DB looked like crap. <laughs> like it could be a long year in LA for the Rams. I don't know if I'm ready to make that jump, but I'm just I saying know. overreaction Friday, but I'm just saying oh, that's, yeah. that's, so that's, maybe oh. your question was Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a top 10 quarterback in this league. Josh Allen is extremely difficult to deal with. Josh Allen also is inaccurate and throws picks and hurts his team, which is what he did last night. That's right. Like you get such a dichotomy with Josh Allen. He's the roller coaster ride. And until he stops throwing balls behind receivers and trying to, you know, show off arm strength and I can put the ball anywhere I want. And this is why Josh Allen is a warm weather quarterback and not a cold weather quarterback. If he just but he stopped, is a cold weather quarterback the way he runs the ball. Correct. He's a my beast. man is as good or better than half the running backs in the league. Fair. The and problem, he won't make it. If he runs like that, he won't make it to December 1st. That's the problem. My takeaway, and I, I tweeted about it during the game, was, man, he takes a lot of hits. He don't get down. He's tall. He takes some hits under the chin. He takes yeah. some hits on the side. Multiple. When you see quarterbacks run that know how to dive or slide or get down, one guy hits them sometimes like but they get pushed out of bounds they they live every play Lamar learned how to do that exactly they don't get gang tackled Josh mm -hmm. Allen still gets gang tackled where one On guy's hold them up and four <laughs> guys but he, but he also does you know he does the stiff arm he does the you know the Derrick Henry I'm gonna chuck Josh Norman stiff arm to DBs because he's so big I but I I get that, and I don't want to change him. I don't want to change the guy. We drafted the guy. We know what he is. I don't want you to change, but can you get down? If you're a Buffalo fan, you got to be thinking like, listen, Cardano's texting me right now. He's texting me right now. I said, Mike, I'm doing this show. Mike, He's please. He's the head of Sports Grid, by the way, in case you don't know who Mike Cardano He's, I told him I'm calling him out, so I got to give him the timestamp. 18 minutes, right? We're 18 minutes into the show. Yeah, Mike, 10, your shout 10, 20, out is 18 specific. minutes into the show right now. 10, yeah. <laughs> Leave us alone while we're doing the show. <sighs> uh, you, you asked the Allen question, so I'll ask you the Cam Akers and Allen Robinson question because everybody oh, wow. oh. who drafted those two and they everybody thought have. they were going to be the key. I mean, Allen Robinson was supposed to be all camp long. No. Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson. He got targeted once in the entire game. And Cam Akers looked slow. Um, again, I was down at this fantasy draft, big money fantasy draft, and everybody was talking about how bad Cam Akers was and how high he would go in drafts and why did I draft Cam Akers and all these other things. Um, I think Robinson, they got to figure out how to work into the offense because Cooper Cup is so dominant. I mean, and, and I mean, if I was Matthew Stafford, I'd look for Cooper Cup first every play, first, second, and third. Yeah. Everybody knows he's going to get the ball. Everybody knows that he's the focus of the whole offense. 
and he still gets all the catches and stuff. Like, I love Allen Robinson. Saw him play at Penn State, so always got a soft spot for Penn State guys as they get in the league. One of the nicest humans I've ever met. Right. That's even better to hear that. Unbelievable guy. He sat there and talked to me for an hour and a half after the show was over. Just sat in my studio. We just talked about basketball. Unbelievable. Allen Robinson's an unbelievable basketball player. He thinks he could have been in the NBA if he didn't go play college football. Wow. I believe yeah, he, it. he could dunk in eighth grade. He's like, a, he's like, a, he's like a stupid, crazy basketball player still plays all the time, but he has to kind of keep it on the DL because his contract, he's not supposed to play basketball. <laughs> I don't know if he still does it or not, but back when he was with the bears. Oh no, he was with, where was it before the bears? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. That's where he was. Yeah. I talked to him when he, cause a lot, I had a lot of Jaguars that came through when I was doing the show from the Palazzo. Uh, right. A lot of guys who just, you know, it was Jaguars. It was Jaguars. <laughs> no one really cared. But they didn't have playoffs to go to. Yeah. And, they, you know, they were available and they're trying yeah. to get maybe on stuff to maybe get out of Jacksonville probably back then at the time. But yeah. I have um, a poster signed by him and I have a poster signed by Tyron Smith and a poster signed by um by defensive lineman for the for the Rams, whose brain brain is fro- uh, the, the best even Ed uh, Aaron Donald. Sorry, my brain was not working. Aaron oh, Donald. Man. So <laughs> between the uh, three posters that I still have, that's the only thing I've got for left over from my plot. So times. Oh, and a Mike Tyson signed boxing glove. That's it. Oh, and a Kershaw baseball. That's it too. Yeah. So those are the only things I've got left over. What, what is happening right now? You just just going through my brain. You have hundred things going. Speaking yes. of a hundred things going on. Stevie Mack, capital M, capital K, the director of security. Shout out to him. Roll he call his, Friday. You see, no, he, you see him in the, in the shirt, in, in the just the pick shirt? Dear Lord, I can't believe we had a size big enough to fit that boy. 2X, and he still stretched it out. <laughs> well, listen, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, but he was wearing the shirt. He just texted me during the show and said, hey, sorry to bother you during the show. Ha, 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 ha. I got you, Stevie. Mack. Wow, look at that. Too. All right, before we get back to football and this Church weekend's weekend. games, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, and Monday, there is something that we have to discuss because it is, we talked about it off the air. I, I'm not going to put it into the category of it being impossible. Uh-oh. It would be cataclysmic. Okay. It would be unprecedented if it did happen. Oh, boy. But let's talk about, hold on, did I write the, yeah, UFC 279. Oh, main event. Oh boy. Has been uh, Jemayev up against yeah. Nate Diaz. Yes, 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 yes. Nate and Nick were at Starbucks last night on the strip. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of people on Starbucks on the strip. What's the big deal with that? Supposed to be cutting weight for the weigh-in this morning. He didn't get the locale decaf stuff. What was, what's the problem? I, it's just not typical for a fighter ever to be outside of their hotel room on a Friday night or on a Thursday night. Okay. He's supposed to be getting ready to cut weight. Weigh-ins today, right? Weigh-ins are today. <laughs> so it's just, uh, yeah, it's Friday, right? Yeah, it's Friday. Fight Saturday. Yes. So it's just sort of like, would you take a deep breath right now where you got a hundred things going? You don't even know what day of the week it is right I now. I don't. No, I don't. I honestly got it. I don't worried, know what day you? of the week it is. So it's Friday. It, it is a uh, okay. Here's the question, Nate Diaz. There are odds on which comes first: Nate Diaz flipping off the crowd or Nate Diaz telling Dana White to f off. <laughs> you can bet that right now. I'll offshore if you want. Everyone is anticipating Nate Diaz to do something that's going to be crazy. Mm. The craziest of which would be not 
to fight. But so to start the fight, start the fight, but not fight. That Nate Diaz would go into the ring to the octagon against Chimaev, have the introduction, have the clock run, and then leave the ring, leave the octagon, and disqualify himself and forfeit the fight. Now, that is <laughs> unlike anything to say that it's not <sighs> Nate Diaz, but this is Nate Diaz is asking to be put into the hospital tomorrow night. Like he is fighting a guy who is going to rip him apart and he knows it. And he even admitted that he stopped training for him because it's just a fight. He's just going to go and fight. Maybe it's bravado. Maybe it's a lie. Maybe it's playing possum, but it's causing some people to ask the question to a sports book, the book, you, if a fighter does that, what happens to the tickets? So, uh, Roginator, thank you for, he sent, we have Roginator who is in the chat, maybe our dictionary guy. He said cataclysmic. Um, it says denoting a violent natural event, uh, cataclysmic earthquake. This would be cataclysmic if this happens in, I mean, just sports in general but let alone now it's tied to the betting. And um, I took a call from a guy who's writing a story for Action Network. Uh, I apologize. I can't remember his name, but it'll be out. A lot of people were asking a lot of questions. You and I did have a, a very good conversation about it off air, which we're going to bring on air right now. When something's never happened before, it's a damn nightmare in the book. Okay. It's a nightmare well hold on before you, you say that house rules come into play obviously right right but your house rules would state that a fight has to start right to be graded right oh boy so if the we fight, go into court again counselor just saying if the court if, if if the if the fight starts yes clock ticks off one second correct isn't every bet live it should be 100%. If it was our book, if me and you were running a book, 100%. Okay. I don't want to hear that it, the fight, he started and walked out and they didn't fight. So I want my money back. Hold on. Hold on. The fight started by the he letter chose. of the law and the house rules. But I asked you, you know, like we do in our lives as friends, which we bring to this show every day, we talk, we mm -hmm. listen most of the time. <laughs> As a fight guy, how is this ruled, Matthew? Is this ruled a knockout, a DQ, a TKO, a what is it if he does this? It's an under bet. Cash. Has to be. Has okay. to be. Under tickets come in under one and a half rounds. Official time of the fight is 459 of the first round. Correct. So okay, so that's under. Done. Disqualification, which is a option at certain sports books. If you do the five way, the five ways by certain guy by KO. No, by, DraftKings by offers you by knockout by or by. No, DraftKings offers KO, TKO, DQ as a bet. A single line. A single line. Those okay. Three, those three okay, are in so one. That's one. Yep. Then submission is the other. Decision. Yep. Majority. So I've seen the micro betting. That's a whole another term. Key industry word. Um, I got to bet for you in a second. This I've never oh, seen before. Please don't make my head hurt. Oh my it's coming. God. It's I've never seen it before. It's crazy. 
I've seen a lot of things happening already this season. I saw a, somebody made a bet uh, on a quarter sack, whether Vaughn Miller would have a quarter sack, 0.25. They're breaking down. I didn't even know sacks were graded. I thought it was all one or a 0.5. Now they're 0.25. You can get 0.25 of a sack. And you, you can, can also, bet it. And you, you can bet now a point spread on a fight. Never seen that before. What do you, how do you, what's the market? You go to a car, it's five and a half. The Tamayev minus five and a half. If it goes to the cards, 10, nine, 10, nine, 10, nine, 10, nine, five rounds, 50 points being determined. So you, so you have Kamayev minus five and a half. So you have to get a 10, eight round. What if it ends in a second round? Then I'm guessing the fight voids because it's not, it's decided before the cards. But I've never seen that. There's an offshore offering Chamayev minus five and a half points tonight or on Saturday night, tomorrow night. It's like never seen that before. But see, like, all right, so that that's great. You offer that bet, but how is it settled? That's what you need to know. And like, right. that's how our discussion for this part of the show came up. How is it settled? It might be settled at BetMGM this way. It might be settled at FanDuel or DraftKings this way. There's no official way to settle this thing if it happens. Yeah. And in this email that they always send out, there's no actual explanation. It's just fight, fight point spread minus five and a half points. Jamayev is minus 1000. <laughs> it's, it's minus 1000 on five and a half. This is a five round fight, by the way. Okay. So normally it's 10, nine, 10, nine, 10, nine. So you'd win by minus five. So they're saying he's going to win all five rounds and one round is going to be 10, eight. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's never seen in my life. I, and look, I'm not the oldest and most well-seasoned sports better, but I've never seen a point spread being offered before in a five round UFC fight. Listen, I've been around sports books for <laughs> decades and number of years. I was offshore in the nineties. I ain't never seen this shit either. <laughs> I was my like, first question back to customer service would be, how's it? Yeah. If he knocks him out in the second round, how's this graded void? I'm guessing. There has to be a stipulation. And that's what yeah. a lot of books fail on in the beginning where they don't account for this and have to react. COVID changed everything as far as my, well, when I went to go be the director in West Virginia, I had to write a set of house rules. Wow. You want to talk about the worst writing assignment? I love to write. I loved it in college. How many pages I, is most is is a house rules normally? Uh, there's not a page requirement. No, I know, but like average, like it's it feels like you would need to have it be like a hundred pages. Like if it was printed out, it would be really big. It's, I would bet, a hundred pages, double sided or one sided, double sided, like a book. Uh that's a good number. I, I I would bet over because, wow. you know, you have to have the lawyers get involved and the lawyers all write, you know, you know how lawyers, right? They, they, they use words. They get, they get paid by the hour and they want to get paid by the word. They find a way to make something sound very complicated. All you lawyers out there to watch the show. Thank you. Hit the like and subscribe <laughs> button, please. This, this we we, we might need you one day. Me. So please be. Yeah. yeah oh, we need them. Oh, we need them. I mean, we had them. And they still bother us all the time because, but they, uh, we need them. They need us a little bit too right now. They needed us for the house rules. If 
the problem if this happens mm. is that books will be reactive, not proactive. Is everything okay? Why do you keep looking over your shoulder? No, I was looking for hats. Oh, I thought you were looking. I thought the lawyer was coming in the room right now. <laughs> Stop <laughs> talking about this. Um, <laughs> Tap me the shoulder. About right. The <laughs> like, hey. Stop. No, no. Go, to the, go to the bullpen. Yeah, change the graphic. Change the yeah. graphic. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll throw it back to you. This isn't going to happen, is it? He's not going to. He, he's. He, this is all part of the show. Nate Diaz has a screw loose. He's coming in to fight, get knocked out, bleed all over the place, and be done. Minus 250 on the no, this does not happen, but I'm not ruling it out. He yeah, requested I like when he, you say that. I, w- I would rather you say there's no fucking way he's doing it. I can't say that because the thought process behind all of this, man, no one can figure this out. Nate Diaz is fighting in his last fight in the UFC. He went to So is he going to do that thing where he takes the gloves off and puts them in the ring? He's done, done. This is it. That's not Nate's way, but he's done, done. This is it. This is his last contract. He's not getting another contract. Last fight on the contract. Not getting a new one. Him and his brother will go off and and do appearances and marijuana lines and all the stuff that Diaz brothers do in Stockton and wherever oh. they're, they're also going to do it. But he chose a guy who literally could kill him and not feel bad about it. <laughs> I mean, Chimaev and him. You're not even I, exaggerating, right? I'm I mean, not exaggerating at all. Kill no. him dead, dead. And not feel bad. Chimaev would be like, yep, so what? He wouldn't care at all. He's and, Drago. He's like Drago. If he dies, a, he dies. Yes. In, in a lot of ways. Yes. I mean, Jamayev is not going to feel poorly about anything he does to Nate Diaz and his job is to go in there. I mean, Nate Diaz started the whole Conor McGregor thing. He asked him if he could cut his beard yesterday. That's why they, they, they stopped. They canceled the press conference yesterday because Jamayev and Kevin Holland, their teams got into it. It got violent behind the scenes. Wow, what the hell happened there? Then Nate showed up and it got even worse. When Nate Diaz's team showed up, there was a guy who was breaking it up between Chemayev and, and Holland. He was part of the Nate Diaz crew. Nate got pissed off that that guy was part, according to reports, that guy was part of the breaking up of the fight. Diaz crew got involved. And so Dana was like, you know what? Forget it, guys. That's it. This is going to turn into a melee. I don't trust this because I was there the last time it happened between Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor. And they were throwing water balls at each other. And Connor picked up a monster energy drink, threw it off the back wall, came back and smacked a chick in the face, and she sued the company for a million dollars. I watched it all happen. It was the weirdest, you craziest were there? thing. That was I was watching that. Yeah, I was there. I was in that room when that happened. I was at that press conference. What the hell happened. did everyone in the room say? Because I mean, we were TV laughing. Like- we thought it was funny. I mean, we didn't know the girl got hit. We just oh. saw water bottles flying back and forth, and we're like watching Connor throw because we saw Connor throw like he did it at opening day, throwing that first pitch. We saw him throw water bottles that, that way. Like Connor can't throw anything. <laughs> Baseballs, water bottles, nothing. He threw, he was trying to hit Nate. He threw it so high, it hit the back wall. And then it came back and it struck a woman in the face. And then she went ahead and sued and she won and she won a million dollars. So Dana, I think has now decided I'm not going to put anyone at risk in this is a publicly traded company and Endeavor's got a lot of very famous and rich clients. We're not going to play around. So he just canceled the whole damn thing yesterday and said, I'm done. So there's already really weird things around this entire fight card going on. Why is Nate Diaz fighting this guy? Like what is, why didn't he want to fight Connor? Fight somebody who's on the way out as well. 
like not this guy because this is a highlight reel for Tamayev. This is a poster board. This is the guy who nearly ended Nate Diaz rounds. It's minus 1700 for a reason with a one and a half round total for this main event. Nate Diaz wins this fight. Biggest, biggest upset in the history of combat sports of Diaz. Yes. Won, wasn't it? I, in my opinion, yes, it would be, it would be it's Holy field. I'm sorry. It's um, Buster, Buster Douglas, Douglas, Mike Tyson ask in terms of just everybody will go. How now Buster, Buster didn't have the track record that Nate has. And Nate's done some incredible things in combat sports, but Nate's got a lot of wear and tear, man. He's been through wars. And this is not the guy you face. This is not the guy you picked a fight. Like this is like every UFC fighter who's been asked this. They're like, I have no fucking clue what Nate's doing. I have absolutely no idea why Nate Diaz is picking this fight. This is a really bad idea to go and fight this guy. Jemaya will end this fight very fast. How in the hell is the under not a bet? It is for me. It don't get out of the first round, does it? It's it's an under. I don't know how it ends, but it ends in some either either submission or something. He he asked he asked Nate asked him, "Can I can I shave your beard off?" Which is like <laughs> this is the Dagestani. This is a like this is a part of his culture. Like this is a very big deal to like go ahead and start talking about the appearance of a male from this part of the world with this religion. Like it's just. You're asking for a lot of really, you know, and this is different because it's the way I mean, in is today, right? Yeah, it should be like I think they're already ha- it's happening right now. I believe all the boys are are coming in the chat. We, I mean, we got Bromel Camp, we got OTG Bets, we got Gorov, we got o- David O'Donnell, Double D, SoCal DGen is always here. Big Nelly Buckets, welcome back. Got to watch the show. Hit the like button. Um, they're asking the question: What if he doesn't make the weight? That's you possible. Know? They would do a catch weight because this is not a title fight. So they're so, fighting no matter what. You have to. I mean, is that what that means? Explain the catch weight thing. Sorry. So if you're if, if you're supposed to fight at 170 and you can't make 170 and you're at 175, right? You can make an agreement that you'll give up basically 20 percent of your purse and you'll go and have a catch weight and you'll fight at whatever weight the fighter can make. Essentially. Oh. Title fight, you can't do that. Title fights, you're not allowed to. But five-round main events, you can play with the weight because nothing – the commission's not involved from a belt perspective. It's just a fight. So they're fighting no matter what, if he makes the weight or not. Yeah, I would be extremely surprised. And Nate Diaz has never had a problem with the scale, ever. Obviously, he's drinking lattes and stuff the day before, you know. Where they, I don't know. That do it. Really Maybe he weird. got them muffins and all that other stuff. Who knows? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He's not, you know, these guys are triathletes. I mean, him and his brother are in insane shape. They are always He's, training. Is he one of the guys you think? And I mean, and you, I have really gotten into it since the pandemic when I had to book it. And mm-hmm. I, I enjoy watching it now. And our conversations about it have made me better. You've taught me a lot about it. And I like it. I mean, it's kind of, sometimes it's disgusting. There's a lot of, no. a lot of things. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's okay. right. What? Jemayev missed weight by seven and a half pounds. Is that right? Wait a second. Jemayev makes weight at 171. Which is allowed. It's 170. You're allowed one seven and a half pounds over. What does that even mean right now? I don't know. Now the fight might not happen. If that's, if that's true, I got to go see this. If that he missed. Oh my God. Wow. 
you that it's now it's up to the to, I mean normally you never see seven and a half pounds. That's a ton, right? I mean, three pounds is a ton. Seven and a half is malpractice, and and you basically didn't train at all for the fight. I can't. I'm stunned at this. Seven and a half pounds means the Nevada has to approve it, and Nevada may not approve it. One seventy eight he came in at, which is seven pounds over. You can weigh one seventy one. One seven. No, he, oh no, he came in at one seventy eight and a half. He te- he came in twice. So, okay. So here's the question now. So they shouldn't have been worrying about Diaz and all this shit. They should have been worrying about Kamaev. You obviously didn't take the fight seriously. Correct. Wow, the numbers are going to change dramatically. Are they? Yes. If they fight. Now Now I don't know. That's an unbelievable... Well, let's see. 178 and a half and 178 he came in at. That's unprofessional on a, on a, on a grand scale for a guy who had a chance to, I mean, this was his chance. This was his chance to put his name in the conversation to go after a title <laughs> shot. I mean, you just fumbled away millions of dollars because you didn't take your weight seriously or camp seriously. Well, I mean, there's books moving lines right now. Before the show, it was as high as minus 1,600, right, on the favorite? Now what is it? DraftKings cut it in half. They're minus 950. Wow. I I believe it. Nikki, Nikki at, at uh, Nikki Kalikas at Snurka moved it to minus 1290. Um, what was he before? Let me see. 17, I thought. Uh Nikki was as high as 17 minus 1700 on September 4th. Today is September 9th and he's minus 1290. It's only gone one way. That was the high because sharp betters will bet on the fighter who, who, who did not miss weight almost blindly. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, you get, you just bet the dog. I mean, it plus a lot of people will take their shot and bet it. I don't know if that's sharp or not. I don't, it's, it's just what they do. I mean, because the guy who misses weight more often than not did not perform properly, did not train properly in camp. What, does that, it, what does that say to you? About it says a lot. This fight happens. Like, I, I mean, it says Shemaya doesn't care. He thinks he can beat Nate Diaz without training, which I don't disagree with him, but it's a big, big black mark on his resume. That is not something you want to have. Fighters, Dana doesn't trust you. Fighters will not be given title shots because you're not, if you can't make weight, I mean, that's horror. It's a really big problem. You have to be professional because your, your partner or your opponent comes in, sacrifices, cuts weight, gets on weight, is good to go. And you come in seven and a half pounds over or seven pounds over. Remember, that's after cutting weight for the last two days. So what was he two? He wasn't doing that. No, I bet he was. I bet he was cutting weight two days ago. I bet he was. I bet that's how over he was. He couldn't, he couldn't come down because he weighs so much. You can only cut so much weight. So, so walk somebody through this. When was this fight decided that he was going to fight? Six months did he have ahead of no, time? Three. Four months? Three months. Three for four months. Yeah, it's been a while. They've known for a while. 
I mean, so it wasn't like he was just had to cut weight this week. They didn't decide this last week. Oh, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been known for a very long time. And this fight card is up against the NFL and the college football slates. (laughs) Like, you're competing. Like, this is why they put this fight card on the first weekend of the NFL season because they think they can get away people who watch college football before they get up to watch NFL football. We can stick a fight card right there and fill the donut hole and give them Nate Diaz, give them a guy that they might know against this Chemayev character that everyone's interested. Is he the next big thing in the UFC? This completely was a showcase fight for Chemayev. And he just threw up all over the octagon by not able to cut, not being even anywhere near weight, like 172. And you're like, ah, okay, you know, just couldn't get that last half a pound or pound off of him. 178 is literally just not caring. That's a really bad, bad sign for that guy's career. And it makes, I mean, look, here's the thing. If you didn't train and you're going up against Nate Diaz and Nate wants to go five rounds and Nate wants to get you tired. Yeah. Dog just became an interesting bet. (laughs) Dog just became interesting. It was not even close. I was willing to bet, you know, if it was a sideshow circus. I was willing to bet a lot of money or or do a bunch of parlays with Chemayev on there. And I probably still will do that. I hope the fight does happen. And we're probably going to get a much better price on Chemayev because of it. He still wins the fight in my mind, but it makes Diaz makes the over bet a lot more likely. And it makes betting on Nate a lot more attractive. Wow. Boy, that's a crazy development. That isn't really, I can't wait to see what this line closes at. I mean, if Tobias closes at like 700, like 600, like, like a, a Mayweather type of no, line. No, 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 no. They know that. No, 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 no. The, the, the <laughs> people that watch the lines. Dumb, dumb trucks coming for Tobias. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be, there's going to be, yeah. Commissioner Gordon will send out the bat signal. They're, they won't let that happen. Um, but. I, I, I love to, to have these conversations. Um, well, especially now. That just it changed the whole conversation. <laughs> it went from one direction to, wait, what's going on? So give me, give me the odds. The fight is happening. Yes, no. Yes. Now, minus 500, yes. But the catch is, weight has to happen at Kamaev's benefit. Yes. Nate will be able to hydrate, but yes. But Nate really doesn't care. Nate has the, you know, any weight, anybody, anytime. Nate doesn't care. Nate will fight you in the backyard. (laughs) You want to go fight? Okay, let's go. He doesn't care. So that's initially, I thought he was going to screw the camp. Wouldn't this make Kamayev a bigger favorite? He's the bigger, stronger, now weighs more guy. Or gets tired faster. He was going to kill him anyway. What happens if he, what happens? Nate's taking damage. You can hit Nate with a crowbar and he'll get up. Like, so the question is, can you get him out? Can you actually get Nate Diaz? Can you remove Nate Diaz from consciousness? That's the question because you are not going to submit him and you are going to have to, he's not going to go out. Like he's going to have to be literally not able to stand for you to be able to knock him out. Kevin Holland couldn't do it. Nate, Nate was completely gushing blood. And then he clipped Kevin Holland in the fifth round and he pointed at him and said, I got you. And he was too tired to chase him. But Holland, uh, sorry, no, it was, it wasn't, it was Leon Edwards. Sorry. Leon Edwards, his legs were all funky and he was, he was out on his feet and Nate just pointed at him and said, got you. And he was too tired. He couldn't close the fight out. But right. 
watch if it's in the if this fight goes to the fifth round the weight will matter to me your stamina your overall yeah, you training just said you would bet under before. until you told me he weighed 78 and a half on the scale that changes a lot to me i what think it just, changes it for more for the under he's what now if Nate runs away from him what if nate just literally dances for 10 minutes just I don't makes know. him makes him chase him around the octagon for 10 minutes to wear him out that octagon ain't that big he'll catch him it's big enough know. that you can i mean you can you can keep yourself at distance if because nate doesn't care if you boo him it's like go ahead boo me all right it's my last fight nate here. what do i obviously care? is just gonna screw loose i'm not 100%. trying to get in nate diaz's mind nobody can well that's what I'm he did to connor thinking. i mean that, that's what everyone has done they've all had these strategies going into with diaz fights as to what he's going to do and his gas ca- gas tank is always the bottom line with him he's in better shape than you are now how far is that void because it was going to be wide anyway now is it a mile? Is Nate a totally, you know, because he's trained and he's just better prepared. And who knows what, what Shemaev was doing? Was he sparring? Was he working out? Was he just reading his own press clipping, saying, I'm going to beat this guy with my eyes closed? Right. I mean, how much bravado does this guy have that he thinks he's just going to walk in there and beat Nate, that he can miss weight by seven and a half pounds? I guarantee Dana White's furious today furious at this i mean everybody's talking about it right now that's talking about the fight i don't know if I'm if i'm the nevada sports commission i'm equally ripped off and pissed because you have everyone from stockton who's into this into this town tonight to watch nate fight and now they've got to figure out do they want to allow a fight to go off at 178 pounds when it was initially scheduled for 170 you get a one pound leeway on a non-title fight. And this dude comes in with, with a seven and a half. He's almost in a different weight class. Right. 185 is the, is the next number up. He's closer to a 185er than a 170 right. er That oh, puts man. the commission in a really tough spot to authorize this fight. Because if Nate got hurt, <laughs> think about this. If Nate gets hurt, like permanently hurt, yeah, Nate can sue the Nevada Athletic Commission. Oh, counsel, nobody's fight. suing anybody. Relax with the suing, please. I'm just telling you this. This is why. This is why the Nevada Sports Commission could say no to the fight because they're they not going to be saying no to the fight. They ain't. There's no way they're saying no to the fight. They're going to figure the, this out. We got guys in the reason, chat. Listen to this. Who is? Uh, got Clint Ballard put this in there. Uh, somebody said. Uh, who made weight and fought before didn't make weight. Oliveira missed weight numerous times. Not right? a title fight. Not, not a title. Not, so, so, sorry, not a main event. Oh, so this being a main event makes Changes it everything. It does. Changes okay. Everything. All right. Um, Jimmy Underworld said he's heavier, so he has an advantage. Thanks, Jimmy Underworld. Early. Hit yes, the like button, late. please, if you're watching it live. Um. You liked it under before. Mm-hmm. I don't think you – I wouldn't change that opinion based on this. I don't think that – I think it ends quicker. Plus, he can still cut a little bit of weight, but they're going to have to agree to catch weight now. He ain't going to – they're not fighting at 171, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I don't know how um, this works, but I know we've talked about it a lot. A lot of people like fighting, like talking about it. Other people don't. Um. I love this. I, I love betting the UFC. I love watching it. So 178 and a half. So we don't know what the fight 
So if Nate agrees, tennis, we're not talking tennis. Yeah. Boys, not today. Yeah, go fly a kite, my friend. Go we'll fly that five, kite. Times. Wow. <laughs> five times. Five times. Don't tell Kelly. He's trying desperately. He tried to. He's telling me he's going to go on the Saturday morning chat and recommend a tennis play, and then go and get everyone to go and vote for it. So we have. To, I have to bet tennis. He's trying to do a coup. Listen, I did it. I did it um, two nights ago in game tennis. Tennis, absolute dream. Because oh my god, I was. Dream. It was great. The 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 wow. the dog went ahead. So you know who favorite. you bet on? Did, did you even know who you bet on? Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember her name right now. Garcia, I think it was Garcia. Yeah, it was Garcia. Okay, I believe. But it. I was watching it, and I was I knew the number to start. Right. And I was watching it, and I was like, "Wow, they the swings are amazing." So I took plus one twenty. I laid one eighty, and then I waited as she was winning, and she was playing Pagula. The, the owner of the Bills, the daughter. Oh, wow. So I took 120, laid 180, and then, you know, for all the rhombuses and parallelograms, I took nine to one on the other side, just in case there was a comeback. So I had everything covered. So I just earned. That was just, Ooh. that was just, so you can do it, but we're not talking about tennis. We just no, did. Thank you. Yeah. Damn it, the <laughs> chat got us there. All right, Alabama, tenet, uh, Texas, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Let me explain something to everyone who's telling me that I'm making up something that's not there. I have to go. I'm not wearing the Alabama hat right now. Go ahead. That's fine. Texas tried to hire Nick Saban back in 2013. Okay. Remember when Texas, they've gone through numerous iterations of coaches. They tried to hire Nick Saban. Texas did? Yes. How did they not get him? They got more money than anybody, Texas. He didn't want to leave Alabama. So he stuck around. He's like, I'm not done yet. Alabama routinely sees Nick Saban show up at their band practices. Nick Saban comes in. He loves the band. I love bands too. I can see why Nick loves the band. band. People are like, Nick Saban doesn't care about the band. Wrong. Nick Saban likes the million dollar band. He thinks a huge part of college football. He talked about it numerous times after leaving Miami in the NFL, coming back to college, saying the difference the feel of the game in the stadium, the bands, you hear things. It's a different environment. He feels more comfortable in that environment. Oh. So Nick Saban in Alabama will go and play at Texas. Steve Sarkeesian, former offensive coordinator for Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian was a guy with a big alcohol problem, flamed out as a head coach, went to Alabama, reinvigorated, proved himself, showed he could stay clean, gets the job at Texas. Texas is going into the SEC in two years. Yeah. We talked about this quickly yesterday, but there is a rule in the SEC that states that a band and rival fans that come in must be allowed to sit in the lower bowl of your stadium. You must have a section set aside somewhere in the lower bowl. The Big 12 does not It makes it easier to get in and out when you go to do the halftime, when you sit in the lower bowl, it's basically a very simple thing. If you make them sit far away with all the instruments and everything else, it's difficult. So logistically, this rule makes a lot of sense. Go ahead. Continue counsel. Yeah, it's the cheerleaders, the majorettes. It's everybody. It's, it's, it's a conductors. I mean, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of instruments. It's a lot of things that have to go on the field for you to perform pregame, lot- postgame, whatever. A lot of numbers. It's probably 200 people minimum. 
So even if you're saying, well, we don't want Alabama performing at halftime anyway, it's only Texas. That's it. It's just a Texas band. That's all we're, that's all we're doing. Okay, fine. I get that. But the SEC has a rule in place. So this problem doesn't occur. The big 12 does not. (laughs) The SEC is going to have Texas, but right now Texas is a big 12 team. So Alabama is told two days ago, you're up in the upper bowl at our stadium. You still want to come? You still want to be a part of this? Bullshit. (laughs) Put our band up there. Alabama is going to beat the brakes off of Texas on Saturday. This is going to be the The boys in the chat, by the way, are going wild because of the graphic. Uh, that Farah has up there. It says Alabama's band is minus 20 and a half, not changing to Austin. <laughs> that's my, it's me doing that, but that's, that's my, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. <laughs> so not blaming Farah. Hashtag not Farah's fault. You not know what? Bama's band might be able to beat Texas by 20 and a half. Whoa, that's would you relax? The band can't run the sweep or to pass the ball. <laughs> the band might. I can't wait to watch this. I'm sitting on, on massive CLV on this. I got minus 14 and a half on this. I have two units. I never make two unit plays. This is the biggest, so far my biggest bet of 2022. Um, and I just, if this game is even remotely close, I will be stunned if this game is even close to being competitive. Really? First half, Alabama, bet it. Game, Alabama, bet it. Let's see here. What's the first half? I haven't even looked. 20 is the game. So I'm going to say it's 13. I was going to, it's probably right. Let's see. First it was 13. Half. It was more. It was, it was 13 and up. a half, sir. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 13 in one place, 14 in another, 13 and a half consensus line. It yeah. seems to be first half, Take the, it. the middle. Um, yeah, the, the, it's an ATM machine. The first halves of Alabama games, betting Alabama has been pretty good. Um, one band, one sound. Drumline. I absolutely love that movie. I love the band. Um, Nick Carter, I, right? I didn't know. Yeah. Um, Good play. I wish I always played in a band. I would love – if you could play a band, if you could play a musical instrument in a band, what would it be? What would you like? Drums. I think everybody says the drums. It's part of my – well, I can't read music, but I can hit things. So I can stay on beat. That's about it. My uh, my grandfather, who I never met, um, your story about your grandfather the other day made me really think of mine. And I, I've often thought of mine because I wish I could have met him. His name was Clado, um, fresh off the boat, Italian. He was a drummer in a band. And uh, I have Ooh. often thought maybe, you know, and he's the one that passed away when my mom came home and found him at 13 probably from a stroke or a heart attack. And I I think of him often. I think I probably got that drummer. I, I, I got it in me. I just was never able to do it because I played the sports. But drummer would be my choice. Do you think Texas is going to be able to score on Alabama at all? I think Will Anderson's going to end a couple of people on Saturday night. <laughs> I think Will Anderson's going to wreck Texas. This is his Heisman Trophy coming out party game. Will Will Anderson, if you don't know who Will Anderson is, he's probably a top five pick in the draft. He is ferocious for this Bama defense. 
I mean, you got a young quarterback at Texas. You got Nick Cannon. It's Nick Cannon, not Nick Carter. It's oh, Nick sorry. Cannon. All right. Nick Carter was the guy who was in Backstreet Boys, right? Or one of the boys. Yes. Bands. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Nick Cannon. All right. Thank you for the correction. I appreciate it. Thank yes. goodness we got this chat. <laughs> that, I love yeah. you guys. Bama's going to roll. I mean, I, Bond V finally showed up. Bama's rolling. You're, 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 you're staking your, your, your reputation on this. They cover easy. They beat the brakes off Texas. Yes. This is going to be in fun. In the book, I always look for the things that I don't see. That's kind of way I operate in life. I know what I know and I know what I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Texas is going to do offensively. That's all I need to know to make a decision in betting this game. Can if they score I don't, 22 points? They score 22? Can they score 22 points? Oh. What's total? 60 something, right? 66? Yeah. 66? Dude, Bama's going to score 40. So they start the game with 40. How much more than 40 is Bama going to score? 45 20 is 65. That's about the number. So 45 21. That's a cover. That's a cover. 45 21 is on the cover. This one will be 45 21's on the cover. 45 21. It's on the cover. They beat him by 24. Right. Oh, Obama covers. Sorry. I thought you meant Texas covers. Excuse me. Sorry. Alabama no, no, covers. no. Obama yeah, covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obama yeah. yeah. covers. Right. That's, yes. Right. 21's the threshold that the books are seeing pros by Texas. Of course. That's it's a good number. Um, they put out this number in the summer. At 14, 14 and a half, like that you said. Good, we were, it was 12 and a half. When it opened, it was 12 and a half. I yeah. just took it. I took it at 14 and right. a half because the Vegas, sure. the, the Vegas number went first. And the Vegas number went from 14 and a half to 17. And that's when I said, bet it at DraftKings. Now take the 14 and a half. I had to make a phone call. I said, I'm, I'm sending you money right now. Make this bet right now. Take Alabama as 14 and a half. So we were talking about middles and all these other things, you know, with uh, at the beginning of the show with the Monday night game. Is this something you would even consider taking Texas plus 21? In game, I'm going to get a better number. Oh, you're definitely going to get a better number if Alabama scores first and scores multiple times first. If this game is 10 nothing, you'll be able to take 28. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for 28 to 30 is what I want. Yeah. Then I'll bet Texas. But if Texas scores and keeps it competitive in the first half, you'll never see that number, which is, again, that doesn't mean it's if, not, it's right. You, give, you can live with your bet. That's, yeah. that's, I'll, live that's with 14, I'll live with 14 and a half. And, and then if you give me a second half number, Alabama's minus seven and a half or eight. Okay. <laughs> I'll come back in on Alabama. I'll take Bama more. Well, I'll, incre- I'll increase my position with it. I can't, I will come on here on Monday and I will do the biggest Mia culpa that I, whatever dunce hat you want me to wear, whatever, you know, ridiculous outfit you want me to put on on Monday. If Alabama loses this game to Texas. Loses outright. I cannot see this game. If Bama wins, Bama's covering. I don't see Bama winning and not covering. Really? Game can't fall 14. Of course it can. Of course it can, but if I don't cover 14, 20 would surprise you. If I don't cover 14 and a half, I will be the most stunned human being. I will like go for like a five gonna, mile walk. 
there's going to be a lot of rhombuses and parallelograms are going to be holding that CLV trophy for 100%. laying that 12 and a half. If this game falls 30 to 20, they don't do me a culpa though. Those people, they should, I will, they I'll come on, on and bloodlet whatever you want and go. I was completely and totally, but this, I don't normally sit there and say that like, I am really, really confident, but I am really, really confident that Alabama is a lot better than Texas. And this is a message of message games for Nick Saban, wow. Utah state. And normally they don't get the Utah state tune up beforehand. It makes them even more dangerous. They normally do this in week one or they'll <laughs> kill Oregon or they'll kill somebody else. And right. they don't, and they don't get the tune up. They got a tune up game before they're going to take on Texas. <laughs> Yeah, they did, and they worked some kinks out to, against Utah State. Um, Shelly just came in the chat and said, uh, Nick Cannon has enough kids to make his own band, let alone a drum line. Hey, that's true. <laughs> Thanks, Shelly. What, what does he have, like 16, 17 kids? Something like that? I don't know. Over. He's got like Whatever. five women. He's got like five baby mamas. <laughs> it's something ridiculous. Like the dude just like – I don't know. Like contraception is a thing that he just doesn't understand. Like he just listen, understand. I came into the trumpets with Gorov um the other day, and it is by far the most played commercial on the sports grid network. Thank you guys very much for that. You might have to come in playing the drums or something or or something on Monday if come into drum line or something. We'll we'll think of something. If Texas wins, we'll give them their proper due um on I'll Monday. Just- this would be the biggest upset this obviously this season up to this point. It's a short season, but this decade. This would have a huge tumble effect on odds, future prices, all kind of things. If Alabama loses its second game of the season to Texas. Even if it's close, it'll have a huge impact. I don't know if it'll if it's close, it's close. I mean, a road game at a hard place to play. Perception wise, I don't know how hard it is. You Texas people, man, you yeah. have you is there a school that, that rates itself bigger than it is than Texas in the country? Like athletics no. wise? No. They are the most have you ever been to Austin? Yes. What did they you are? Think? Eh. Oh <gasps> I've heard it's amazing. Eh? It's it's okay. I mean, barbecue wise, get the heck out of here. Unbelievable. <laughs> like Stop the like. Stop it! It's unbelievable. Food, yes. People, you can keep them. Um, University is nice. Stadiums, stadiums, fun. I wasn't exactly intimidated. I wasn't like, ooh, here comes. It's loud. I mean, it's loud, but it's like the horns. Hook them horns. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's. I don't do you think, like the burnt orange? I don't know yes. if I'm a big fan of the. I like love the their colors. Orange. Yes, I do, do like their colors a lot. Yes, I do like their colors. I, think it's I like very, the white unis. I like the white with that trim. I don't yeah. know if I like the. I got to get something. If they Texas just, wins, I'll get a Texas hat. Let's put it that way. I'll do that. I might get a Texas tattoo. Like Mike, Jesus. I mean, just, whoa, whoa. Can't whoa. happen. Cannot happen. Stop with the ink. How do you feel about Pitt plus six and a half at home against Tennessee? Can't believe it. I can't believe it. Lower, lower, too high. I don't. It's too high. Disagree. But you disagree. Mm-hmm. You think Tennessee runs them out? Mm-hmm. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I don't think Pitt can keep up. 
See, I think they're going to run the ball. I agree. And fall behind <laughs> fast and stay behind and not be able well, to catch up. Tennessee's going to stop them? No, but you're going to run the ball. It's going to be two-minute drive, touchdown, six-minute drive, field goal. Two-minute drive, touchdown, six-minute oh. drive, field goal. Oh. And it's 14-6. And it's just, it, just, it just keeps on building, and you can't keep up. Oh. Texas will, te- uh, Tennessee will score too fast on this pit defense. Pitt's going back to what they were. Run the ball, play, run the ball and play defense. And against a team like Tennessee, I don't think it works. Under, though. I like the under the game. But a blowout. For Tennessee. Tennessee wins by 10 or more. Yep. Under. I don't think Pitt scores. Tennessee team total over, Pitt team total under? I'm looking at Tennessee team total over. That, that's the bet I might make on the game. But it's a little high. So I don't know. My initial reaction after watching the backyard brawl is that, and I mean, B. Howe told us, and Narduzzi told everybody in the press conference, we're going back to running the ball. <laughs> we don't have Kenny Pickett, who's, you know, or Mark Ripple. Right. We, we don't. We, we're playing with what we got. We're bringing mm-hmm. to the table with what we got. So um, they have to run the ball to be slow, successful. Slow is, I'm not a huge fan of him. Well, again, we'll see. Um, this is probably his biggest game of 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 his spot. You know, in in no, played some back twelve games. Yeah, it was a big game for USC. He started some big games, important yeah. games. This he is the SEC. Remember, it just means more. Uh, okay, but I mean, in terms of his career, I think some of these USC games. It's his biggest game for a pit career. Obviously, his second start. But yeah, but I think it's one of I mean, you're playing against Tennessee. This, I mean, you play USC against Oregon. Eh, okay, this is the SEC. Everybody sure. tells you it means more, and you're a dog at home. Yeah. He's got to perform. If they turn the ball over, they're gonna get crushed. If they that's because Tennessee will with short fields and multiple opportunities on offense could run it up. This is the head fake. I think this is a head fake move. With the line? Was he ever right or wrong on this? I think this is a head fake. I think they want, I think the pros want this down to, you know, six, five and a half, and then they come run it out. It's possible. And then they come in heavy. Cause I was like, why is there pit money coming in? Like, I was very surprised to see the the line. Don't forget, like, this was on Chris's list, uh, like at South Point. A lot of books did put this up because it's an SEC school Mm -hmm. school in Tennessee and it's pit. He had a Tennessee minus two, was the opening number. Oh, went all the way up. Gosh. Yeah, so oh, a lot of people oh. might have laid a lesser number and taken uh, seven and going for the middle. That's makes sense. That's, that's what the other thing is going on. Cyhawk Trophy, Iowa, Iowa State, Kinnick Stadium. Iowa State, I had an Hawkeye fan tell me this. Iowa State hasn't scored a touchdown in Kinnick in the last 15 years. Haven't <laughs> scored a touchdown. Wait a second. Say that. No, say that again. Iowa State hasn't scored a touchdown, and Bromel Camp can give you the exact stat on the chat if you're in here. That Iowa State hasn't scored a touchdown at Kinnick in like 15 years. Did they play every other year there? Yeah. Like, did they do the home and home? So this is like not just like two games. This is like seven times. Yeah. It, it might be offensive touchdown, but they lost 13-3 last time. I thought it was 13-10. It was 13-3 in 2018, the last time they played this game at Kinnick. That's bad, bad. How low? 
can you see this number going before you want the over? For the total? Yeah. How low does this game have to go before you think bet the over? Oh, 39 and a half right now. I see 40. Fan, uh, Fandle's at 39 and a half. Are they really? They finally yeah. said, fuck it. We got to go to fuck it. We got to get a bet. Oh, my God. Wow. It's 40 and a half in a lot of places here in Vegas. 40. They've decided, wave the white flag. Go get somebody to bet over. Um, Wow, this is a tough one. It's early in the season. I cannot believe this total's under 40. <laughs> I don't well, – <laughs> They might, not score uh, 24. they might not score 24 points. That's so so I'm just thinking it out in my head real quick. It's way under. Like not just look, under, but you may go way under. If you if you if you guys are watching the show, I'll do this every once in a while. I'm listening, but I'm thinking, and my eyes will dart back and forth because I'm going, okay, if we're doing this, <laughs> what time is this game? One o'clock. We should do a Twitter spaces or 3 something. PM. And yeah, one o'clock Pacific. We yeah, should do a Twitter spaces and watch this game live. Which by the way, watch the number. Just so you know, it's rare this game being kicked at 3 p.m. This is a this is a TV time game. This game normally gets played early in the day. Early like in the noon, morning, right? Like noon, our time morning, but noon there. Yeah, noon, 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific. Yeah. 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 It's normally it's normally a noon, 11 a.m. So, Central Time, noon. They don't like it because they want the tailgate time. But normally TV dictates, hey, we're going to kick this game off at noon Eastern or 1 p.m. Eastern. Now it's 3 p.m. Eastern, this game being kicked off. Or sorry, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, this game being kicked off. So it's a little bit of a different time, which gives more Kinnick Stadium drinking Iowa Hawkeye fans. Yeah, but they can't help them score points, liquored up True. or not. This is, True. This, is, this is the issue. All the OGs are in right now in the chat. Brommel Camp just popped in under, under. He typed under 17 times, I think. Did he correct, did he correct me? In He's terms of working what? on it right now. Okay. But we got, um, you know, Chef Benny, J. Dow Betts. Um, they're all throwing out numbers. PB, by the way, you see PB's posting pictures of himself. This guy's taking selfies with the hat and the manatees. I absolutely love it, PB. Um, if you go under now, so you ideally would have 41 be your number under. Those months are pretty much 40 and a half. Okay. So you can go under 40 and a half. I think if you could find it, to get it down, you said it, 24. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, all right, 14, 10, 17, 13. What's, what, where are we going to finish? Here's the stat. Iowa State has not scored a touchdown in Kinnick since their last win there in 2014. Last win there. So 2016 and 2018. 18. That was the last two times. So they haven't scored in. Oh, and they haven't played games. there since because of COVID and all the other stuff. Yes. Oh, so it is only a couple game sample size. But so that's two okay. Full, two full games without a touchdown is <laughs> eight quarters. Yeah, I mean, but none of that, none of that stuff means nothing going in right now. It, it shows Iowa. that Iowa State has a tough time playing in Kinnick Stadium, though. A lot of people do, but Iowa has a tough time playing in Kinnick Stadium. They almost lost to South Dakota State, but they scored seven points with two field, two hundred and nine yards passing. Mentor Petras, hundred and nine yards passing against an FCS school. One oh nine. Yeah, really bad. I think really bad. I mean, I would have to be watching this game very closely to even think about going over. This might be a multiple, you know, I call it like with Morency, like bam, bam, bam. Like you go under 40 and one and a half or under 40 and a half. Free game. Under 37 and a half, under 34 and a half. 
multiple under bets because you know they I mean, first one to 20 wins this game. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm coming around on the idea that it's like a 20 to 10 win for Iowa. Initially, I liked Iowa State plus three and a half, uh-huh. but we've seen Iowa State money come in and drop the number to three. And I think that's a head fake too. <laughs> I think that's... Well, it's painted three and a half every single place that I have them. Still? Mind. Okay. There's so not, Yeah, there's not a three anywhere. There's not a three. In fact, okay. there's a four at DraftKings. Okay. That makes more sense to me because I'm like... I'm coming yeah. around on the idea that it's going to be a 30 point total and it's going to be like a 20 to 10 win for Iowa. Good thought. That's kind of where I am on the game. I'm just going to take the under seven and seven against South Dakota state. Yeah. But Iowa's offense might be their defense. They might get pick sixes. And Will there be a defensive touchdown scored in the game? Yes. Maybe, but I would more say short fields. The giga- say, that's a gigantic number in a total. Yeah, I, I would just say it's more about getting the ball on the 20, on the plus 20 or plus 15 or somewhere like that, where you set the offense up for an easy score and then Iowa can go to work with their running game and just go behind that offensive line. You just you I, don't need Petrus to throw the ball then. Uh, they couldn't run the ball against South Dakota State, but you know we'll see if, if Iowa Rommel could. Camp said Iowa State quarterback Hunter Decker making first yes. career road start. Correct. He played very well against Southeast Missouri State. 42 points. Iowa State won 42-10. But yes, tough first start. Young kid. Absolutely questionable. Question mark. At Kinnick, big game. Everyone knows it. Oh, damn. But Petra stinks. Like out loud. Stinks. I can smell him from here. Dead ass. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like, like, I mean. Do your kids say dead ass, by the way? Because are you serious? And they go dead ass. Yeah. So a kid, like I, I had, I they asked punch one of them, somebody in the ass and say dead ass. You got dead ass. Like there's a, oh, okay. That, well, no, cause I asked a student of mine at school, I, at class and somebody, another, a former student of mine comes in a lot to hang out because they not only do they take the class once they want to take it twice. So they're in the back of the room, just kind of like watch being a part of the class and hanging out. And I asked a student, are you serious? And she goes dead ass. And like, the kid afterwards came up to me and said, I've never heard a student ever answer a professor using dead ass. Like I hear that at like a party, but I don't hear that in classrooms. <laughs> and I was like, I've no. never heard that ever. And so I was just asking if it's like, like in the new slaying for kids. Are you serious? Dead ass. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. They don't say sure. serious. That's new. <laughs> That's just, they stop every day. Everybody's shortening everything. So like yeah. when the kids will say that, I'll be like, dead ass. What? <laughs> Dead, dead ass serious, serious, bro. Dead ass serious, oh, bro. Oh, 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 okay. So I learned. I was learning. A big movement for USC and Stanford. That number was 12 and a half a couple of days ago. Yeah. It's seven and a half now. Yeah. What is this? The line was too high. Stanford owns, sorry, uh, David Shaw owns USC, but not this version of USC. Lincoln Riley. Nobody owns Caleb Williams. Yeah. I mean, are we really in that kid from Pitt, that wide receiver? Yeah. I mean, am I really going to get to bet USC minus seven? No. No, 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 no. This is the low? Seven, seven and a half eight. to the basement? It's eight everywhere. It's eight and oh. a half going back up. Okay. So, all right, fine. So now it's being bought back up. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I think, well, no. I mean, like, game day moves happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I mean, seven and a half, you see it at Fandle, right? Seven and a half. Well, yeah, last night it was seven and a half, and this morning it was seven and a half. So it's just so, moving to eight now. 
Well, they might still be seven and a half. They're doing a lot of things too. One, I know they're listening to the show. So, and, and the guys in the risk room, we really appreciate that. Hit the like button too while you're here. Um, but I think, all right, this is a 4.30 Pacific start, 7.30. Yep. Eastern. It's a big game for USC and where they're going, where they think they're going. Um, I think USC money's going to come. Okay. If we, you know, if this would be, you know, working the shift that I would work, this would be one of the bigger games of handle as stuff starts to roll into the day. Parlay, um, parlay rolling into the day. It'll, it'll be parlays. It'll be teasers. Okay. It'll be all kind of stuff. Um, Teasing college. Oof. I think, uh, I think the USC's bunny will arrive. It'll be a late arriving crowd, like all you people out. In <laughs> What's the California. closing number? We might be at it. We, okay. we we might be at it. I mean, it was as high as, like you said, it was 12 and a half. I mean, I was just go get some Stanford money and <laughs> get got it. a lot of it. Obviously. And they did. They, they got what they needed. They needed to know where the buy-in point would be. If it goes back to 10, that would be pretty surprising. Okay. Um, because I know they don't need to. So, good All luck. Right. You have a side in that game? If I can bet USC minus seven, yes. Don't have it at the moment, but if I can lay just a touchdown, I we uh, USC should win that game by double digits. Should be ten point win for USC. Man, I am so impressed with our Iowa people. Like we get, mm. we get Iowa people that are coming in right now. Someone, this is their week. This is their. This, I, this, this is, is their this week. Is a big deal, huh? Yeah. This is this is a, this is. There is nothing like the Cyhawk week. I mean, a friend of mine, Keith Murphy, who works for WHO Television in uh, in Des Moines, they do a thing called RVTV. And they go, uh-huh. they take an RV to every like different towns every day for a week. And they do their sports cast from that town. And I'm not kidding you. The entire damn town comes out to it. Like do they pay, hundreds. Do they pay these guys big money to do that? I mean, it's just part of their, I mean, I don't know that. I don't, I don't think they get paid extra to do it, but they get a free RV and they go around the state of Iowa talking about Iowa, Iowa state. And then they end. Are these day Iowa, trips Iowa or do they go to these towns and stay overnight? They like go and stay overnight. That's why they have an RV. They sleep there. They go there and hang out with the people. They hang, they go around the entire state of Iowa and they hang out. And like, I'm not kidding you. Like they, they'll do a cast and there'll be 300 people behind them at this town, at these small you know, towns. That's gonna, we're going to end up doing that at some point. You know that, right? I'm down, but. I mean, well, I mean, I'm, not in Iowa. I'm talking about when we okay. go to do shows. There's going to be people behind us all over. Oh, sure, yeah, of course. But it was, I mean, it's, but that's that's how big a week this is. I mean, this is their week. Holy crap! And they don't talk trash heavily until this week, and then it's cyclone. They call Hawkeye fans tavern hawks, and it's. I I, I it took a long time to me to figure out what the heck they were talking about with a tavern hawk, but that's what they that's what cyclone fans make fun of Iowa fans who are drunk Sorry. at the bar. So, Sonic just came in and said, do I hear a BVB bus in our future? I'm down. I mean, Sonic, it's, can uh, you drive the bus? I ain't driving a bus. I'll no, Stevie Mac will drive the bus. Let Stevie Mac do that. Stevie Mac will do whatever the hell Stevie Mac wants to do. We will ask Stevie Mac what he wants to do. We will not tell Stevie Mac anything. Do anything. <laughs> Stevie Mac does what Stevie Mac wants. So yeah, I would agree with that. You know, welcome, Dakota. 
Hawk, Dakota, AJ Hawk oh, finally okay. made it in for a live show. Every Iowa Hawkeye fan ends their their handles with Hawk at the end. So that's well, how you know. Well, this is Dakota, AJ Hawk. So maybe different. Uh, might be something to do with AJ. Uh, I, oh, maybe Ohio State. Okay, maybe it's Ohio State fan or, a Pat, or a Pat fan. Right. Queets24 in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> we got. I love the names in the chat. We can have a BVB bus. Why not? Uh, BYU minus three at home against Baylor. It's one of the hardest games of the week, P. Rope. Why do I like Baylor so much then? That's a very good question. And I'll throw it right back to you. Why the hell do you like Baylor so much, sir? I love Dave Aranda. Does he make tackles and stuff, though? Coaches in college football matter, man. They matter. Does he score points? It matters. Scheme matters. Coaching style matters. Motivation matters. Baylor's getting slept on still. I like They're going on the road and winning this game? Yep. I mean, because if you like Baylor plus three, you like Baylor to win the game. Probably. 53 and a half is the total here. Under. Under. Got to be under. No, it seems so damn easy. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, you talk about loving Baylor. I like so much. I I don't know why I like the under in this game so much. This total should be under 50. Well, it's BYU's offense. That's the one problem is that they can, they can move the ball. They can play fast. Zach Wilson, they can play fast. So that's the one hook. Wilson is in New York, sir. I know, but the system is still there. The head coach is still there. The the team system is still what Wilson ran. They can go more up-tempo. So it does scare me a little bit on that point. Damn. So I like like Baylor plus three. Nate Irvine. In the chat said both offenses are great. BYU's defense is bad, bad, bad. He gave disagree. us a three times bad. I disagree with that entirely, entirely, entirely. Not we'll surprising you disagree with We'll that. find out about that. Dave Aranda is not a bad defensive coach. He doesn't recruit bad defensive he players. He said BYU's defense oh, is bad, bad, bad. You that I agree with. This show. Sorry. Check that his earpieces, please. <laughs> that I agree with. BYU's defense is bad, bad, bad. I'll agree with that I'm point. Con- I'm yes. convinced while I'm talking half the time you're not even listening. <laughs> I do look at the rundown. I'm doing do getting the show in and out. All right. After all that, we have we have to talk about the NFL. We haven't gotten to the NFL yet. We're an hour and a half in. Frozen. My video is frozen. Again? I see you. Can you hear me? I don't see anything. I can hear you. Well, if you can hear me, keep talking because you're on. Okay. Because I'm frozen. My video is frozen. Yeah, you're on. I don't know. You look fine. Look fine. Somebody might be playing with your internet line in your neighborhood. Bouncing you around, but you're on. So just stare at the camera and talk because you're good. Okay. <laughs> you're, right, you're on. Right. Your Pittsburgh Steelers are six and a half point fav, uh, dogs against the Cincinnati Bengals. Can yeah. you guys keep this game close? Talk about a dream teaser leg for me. What? Steelers up? No. Bengals down. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> um, I got the Joe Burrow glasses on. These are my listening glasses. People new to the show. I don't care if the lights reflect or not. It's my show, and I'm wearing them. Plus, What's, they take a little break off my eyes. Who tells so you that you can't wear them? If the reflection's fine. Yeah, I believe producers, producers relax. I know my producer uh, here, Kazoo Matt Farah, doesn't say anything about it so i know they're not bad i know why they don't want me to wear them because they look so damn good that's why they don't want me to wear them and they can't wear them is that a, pisces, like Kelly is that a pisces shirt that you're wearing 
This is this is the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Whoa, whoa. Pisces. <laughs> yes. People. That's... Fish that saved Pittsburgh is one of the best basketball movies of all time. The music's amazing. Wow. Never even heard of it. Uh, wow. Pittsburgh Pisces. You Are got, you? Wow. You have never heard of the movie, The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh? Zero. Never. Do yourself a favor. At wow. some point while you're what year? thinking of something very, very long time ago. Dr. <laughs> J, a young Julius Irving, is named Moses Guthrie in the movie. He's the star of the team. So like early 70s? Late 70s, I believe. Late 70s. I was a little okay. kid. Yeah, it was filmed at the Civic Arena, and I was not allowed to go be an extra. I wanted to go be an extra in the movie. And uh, wasn't allowed to do it. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, the Steelers cover. Wow. Look at the look at the chat. The fight is canceled. Canceled. Yep. Here he goes. I told you. That's because of the Nevada. The Nevada Athletic Commission did not allow it. Wouldn't allow it. What a blow. What a stupid move by Chamayev. He just ended his career. And then I look take that back. Didn't end it, Whoa, but just relax, really relax. put himself the in a bad fighter spot. in the division. No, he's the up and coming fighter in the division, not the belt holder in the division. Wow, that is such a monster mistake. Millions and millions of dollars out the window for him. Because that's the thing the sports commission, I guarantee you, said we're not going to allow it. We're not going to let a guy go into a 170 fight weighing 178. No, they cancel it all the time. Catch weight, no catch weight. Well, I ain't got to worry about the guy walking in the ring and quitting. Yep. It's, no, it's no, so no. ironic that all week the story was about what that. The Nate's going to get killed. Nate's going to oh get this. Gosh. This is why This is why Nate was at Starbucks. This is the he only The other guy wasn't making a weight. There's like, there's no other fight you could even remotely promote as a main event. Like the whole card is in jeopardy now. Wow, that is such a mistake. Dana Akbar, Akbar, I, I don't know if I've mentioned you yet in the chat, but thank you for being here as always. He just said he did Nate a favor by not fighting because he would have killed him. Oh, well, he did Nate a favor. That's true. He did do Nate a favor. Yeah. Yes, he saved Nate a trip to the emergency room. That's man. Boy, that's um, crazy. Can the Steelers cover? I hope so. I don't like it. Um, Teaser. I have no idea what to expect from the Steeler offense. Teaser like Dolphins minus three and a half at home against the Patriots. Steelers up. No. Bengals down. Bengals down. Half a point. Bengals. Bengals money line. Bengals killed the Steelers last two games last year. Oh, Uh, they did. That's combined score, I think, was like 85 to 17 or something. Yeah. Dolphins minus three and a half against the Patriots. Why is this number so low? Because everybody's waiting to bet the Patriots at four. Why are they waiting to bet? Why are they going to bet the Patriots at four? Because it's Bill Belichick. They're going to lose by 10. Minimum. Nope. No Patriots? No. They're going to lose. They're, they're losing this game by 10 points. Wow. Patriots in September is a bet against. They're going to be a bet on in October. You know they play in week two, don't you? Your team and they're beating your team. You just said they're a bet against in September. Yeah, one. Bet against in week one and week three. Bet on in week two. Probably a pick line. Go saying stuff and changing it right now. Pats are going to be a one in four. They're going to go one in three, one in, yeah, one in three in September or one in two. Wow. Yeah. They're going to lose to the Dolphins, to the Ravens. Right. And I forget who they're playing in week four. 
but they're going to beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers, yeah. Oh, let's see. You know the numbers out already for that game. Patriots Steelers. Yeah. What I'm going to say should be pick. What is it? <laughs> New England's minus one and a half. All right. Well, that's fine. Road favorite coming to Pittsburgh. That's fine. <laughs> we, Pittsburgh, you might as well just build a statue of Pat the Patriot outside of your whatever you're calling your stadium now. Like second, sure shit it's like something it's a, whatever. It's like our second home. And it's Patriots just go in there and just make themselves comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, they I like mean, you're coming up for Miami 0-1. I agree with yeah. you, they lose. I'm not I, I, I'm not so sold anymore because I was really when this number was two and a half, I thought Miami's gotta be a play. This is even the this is either the biggest Belichick head fake smoke screen of how bad the offense sucks. Mm-hmm. Or the offense sucks. <laughs> like really bad. Bad, bad. I knew you were gonna say that. Yes. So this is, that's one or two things. Either we're all gonna watch Mac Jones and go, holy shit, where was this the last five weeks? Or it's 31-7 and the game's <laughs> over. Like it, 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 there's only one or two things are going to happen in this game. In my mind, this is not a 2020 game in the fourth quarter. And you're like, Whoa, here comes a two, a last second drive to Tyreek Hill. Like Devonte Parker revenge game is the only thing that might potentially be something to talk about from a Patriot perspective. Can't wait to talk about this game on Monday. Cause I really don't know. I really liked Miami at minus two and a half. I want the, I want the dolphins in the circuit contest. I want to take Miami minus three and a half. See, this circuit. is why I don't know. We still haven't decided if we're going to do an entry to two of us, because we're not going to be able to decide getting to the five games may be a no, damn be hard at marathon. We show. We've already done it. I'm not worried about it at all. We did it before. Well, I know, but I don't know if we could agree on this game. Like, I don't know well, if we want to pass off. The there's and 15 half. other games to pick. There are 15 other games to pick. We don't have to pick. I this know, one. but we're going to be, we're going to be war and peace for every one of the games. No, I that's think. not true. I disagree with that wholeheartedly, but I have, I already have five games. I like, so you have five games already that you like, mm-hmm. this is one of them. <laughs> I like the dolphins, like the Ravens. Yeah. Ravens are going to destroy the jets. I think yeah. I agree with that. So, all right. Um, I don't know if it seems too low. The graphic says it seems too low. I think it's about right because I think bad guys come and show up at plus four. Wow. Uh, the, the Bears are taking money right now. The number went from seven and a half to six and a half against the 49ers. What you, had to I, go, you had to go get Bears money. What point. am I you missing? What, what am I missing? I've been asking myself that for a month. I mean, Bears are getting killed. What, what, what am I missing here? Niners are one of my bets for, for Circa. I love the Niners this weekend. What, what? See, this this is one I would not use in Circa Survivor. This is one no. I would not use in uh, Circa Millions or Westgate. I wouldn't use this if it wanted to be five games. I, I Again, I'm just saying, I'm not saying. This is one of those games in the book that will be the most teased game along with the Ravens and the Colts. Um they're going to put them all together and tease them down. And you'll hear all the Ramoses and the parallelograms talk about how doing three game teasers are better than doing two game teasers math really? wise, especially if you're getting really? money. Yes. Yeah. If you're getting, if you're getting a big plus, you wow. do a three game teaser instead of laying 150 and doing two games. If you get plus 150 or plus 180 to do a three game teaser, you do it because you can find a third leg. Um, so it makes sense. Um, but 
I got a rookie quarterback who's not really a rookie, but he's making his road start in Chicago. What if they win this game by a field goal? What if they lose? Is there any way San Francisco can lose this game, Piro? Not in my opinion, no. All because totals, the, the total's 40. It should. Bears aren't scoring. Niners are going to eat Justin Fields alive for four quarters. Yeah. Their offensive line is so bad. So bad. You got five first-round picks in that defensive front for the Niners. You've got Elijah Mitchell and you've got Dabo Sweeney. Sorry, sorry, confusing sports Um, with with Dabo. And you've got Kittle and you've got weapons that the Bears can't stop. I don't care if Trey Lance is making his first road start. Hand the ball off. Run the ball. Let that defense go to work. Bears team total under 13. Yeah. Vinny Konowinski just came in and said he had, as a Bears fan, he had tickets to Mitchapalooza. I hope it's a better show for you, meaning me as a Steeler fan. I saw it too in Chicago. I think Justin Fields is really good. I I do. do But he has no time. He's going to run for his life. Yep, and he's going to run for his life the whole game. That's why the Niners win the game by double digits. And they can't run the ball. The Bears cannot run the ball. Um, what if this is like a 17 13 game? 17 10. I mean, could that happen? I like the under. Okay, don't mind it. I don't mind the under. Bears aren't scoring. Can the I just can Trey Lance run an offense? We'll find out. But the Bears are not scoring in this game. So, under I think team total for the Bears under game under. Yeah, don't mind it. I this, um. Does San Francisco and flat hat guy, my guy, coach, do they run it up? No, they can't. I don't think they're capable of running. I mean, this is one of those things like we got, you know, we got them first game on the road in Chicago. And then next week, San Francisco is home against Seattle. Yeah. Remember that field at Soldier Field? They grow it out like a, you know, fescue. Oh, it's a pasture. Yeah. (laughs) So they don't want you running. They don't want you fast tracking them at all. So, but I, I think there's, I mean, there's high expectations. They're, they're supposed to be two and oh. Yep. I think they give Lance a little bit of leeway here and they, they keep running. So, them covering is very viable. Mm-hmm. But I, them covering a low scoring game, 27 to 10, is very possible. I think you're talking about, um, the number of points that the Bears score. I'm interested in the number of points that the Niners score too. To the over? Yeah, I just want to see. This, this is a good education game. It's not going to be an, I don't think, entertaining game, but this is a good education game for San Francisco. I need to see what their offense is going to be. Because if we get Debo involved early, they can run the Bears out. Like, they can run them out. I think that so, they, they will. We'll, right. do one, we'll do one more yep. and then let sports good go for the week. Cardinals. Don't forget, we started late. So, so oh, yeah, that's true. Right. Cardinals down to plus five and a half against the Chiefs. Yep. I like them at six a lot. I hate the game. I, I, I don't know what to make of this game. I've seen it so many times. For, Trend is your friend until it's not. Right. 
six and one ATS last year in the first seven games, five and two the week, the, the year prior. I know. But Chiefs are without Tyreek Hill. I yeah. don't know what this offense is going to look like. Chiefs it's, win so, three. it's so obvious. It screams. It screams to take the Cardinals. Screams. Okay. And yet, Circa bumped it up to six and a half. Teased the Chiefs down. I would think they win the game, but not out of their own possible. I think Arizona stinks. I just am not stink. They stink. I think that I think they're going to have a really down year. Yeah, I do. So no Hopkins this week, right? So he, Without him, out. that offense don't work. That's true. It didn't anyway. I I, I, I like the, I like the. I mean, I'm eyeballing the Chiefs for a long teaser for me. So I'm 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 eyeballing it. So. I'm I'm definitely interested in teasing the Chiefs down and taking them as long as it doesn't get to seven. To seven, keep right. it under seven, cross seven or cross three and seven. It gets over seven, which I don't think it will, but it might. You can tease it down overall, you know, across two key numbers of seven and three. Right, and six six point teaser at seven and a half. So eyeballing that game as a potential for sure on that. Interesting. I, I I agree with you. I like the Chiefs to win the game. I think the Cardinals can cover, but you're right. It is almost a little bit too obvious. It just, it just, it just seems so, and, and that's when I go. And the public's going to be on it. I don't know if the public's going to be on it. I, I, don't, I everyone knows the trends the of the car. Afternoon session is so good tomorrow. We got Kansas City, Arizona, Vegas, and the Chargers, Green Bay, Minnesota, and the Giants in Tennessee is the one kind of dud, but it's a good education game. I love the late slate tomorrow or Sunday. I love it. Those are the Cowboys, games of the week, and then Cowboys Bucks. Sunday night. Yeah, of course, Sunday night. Yes. Good game. Really good game. Sports could like have game? a phenomenal. Oh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that game. Yeah. I'm very curious. Dak played really well last year against them. Do you have a side in that game? Not yet. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that's a tough game. Not yet. No. I want to see. Uh, it really depends on how my, how my Saturday and Sunday goes. You know, if I'm doing really well and I like the way I've been and I've got a little flush, then okay, I'll go ahead and throw some money on it. Otherwise, I'll just watch it and it will be a big education. It's not game. a contest entry game. God no. Okay, all right. I was going to say that's any it's, side. I, not, no, not circa no, million. That's no, 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 no. That's a hard game to predict. No, I have no idea what's going to happen with that. It's, it's a lot of that. That's gonna be a fun game. Sports Grid. We are back on Monday. Full recap of everything. Monday night football as well. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Not gonna want to miss the show drums. on Monday. Well, I might be playing drums. Who knows? Text. Go Alabama, man. Help, please. If you're on Roll Twitter. Time. You're on you're on Twitter or YouTube. Stick around. A lot more to come here. Talk to you on Monday for Sports Grid on with BVB. Okay. Uh this is just a quick one for the Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day. Mm -hmm. BVB, go ahead and jump on it. If you guys want to go and do that, we'd love the support. OmahaSteaks.com. BVB gets you 12 Omaha steak burgers for free. Gets you a great assortment of all meats and steaks and chicken, great stuff, Frank's, or go build your own menu, and you will get 54% off. You will also get 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers, BVB, promo code in the key bar, search bar at OmahaSteaks.com. Russell Wilson has now made it known that the team tried to trade him in 2018, that Seattle did actually shop, not just last year, where they ultimately did trade him to the Broncos, in one of the biggest trades in recent memory because they sent him with two first round picks and two second round picks, as well as three players that were sent Wilson, 
confirmed yesterday that he knows that in 2018, the team did shop his services by going ahead and saying that definitely they tried to a couple of times, tried to see what was out there. It's part of the business, being a professional and everything else. I believe in my talents of who I am. I feel I'm one of the best in the world. Is Russell Wilson currently still one of the best quarterbacks in the world? Not what I saw last year. I would agree with that. <laughs> it's not what I, I, mean, I was. I love Russell Wilson. I love as a person. Just well, I mean, when he was doing what he was doing, he was fun as hell to watch. That probably made a lot of people a lot of money betting wise. Yeah. Um, plus, he got one of the coolest looking froze hair, whatever. I just, I'm, I'm a fan. Right looking family. Great hair. Um. But his arm looked dead last year to me. Mm-hmm. He was making a lot of bad decisions, and he was running around trying to do too much. And when quarterbacks hold the ball too long, you could see it. Roethlisberger was doing it at the end of his career. He was trying to do too much. Drop back, make one sidestep, and then throw it away. When you can't scramble anymore, you get hit a lot. And Russ was great at sliding. He didn't get hit. He's still physically, he looks like he's in tremendous shape. And he's selling this Broncos country, let's ride, like they are really going to ride, and he's back. And get, get made fun of pretty badly for it. Who cares? People make fun of people because they, they j- That's true. jealous. That's true. Fuck that. Who cares? <laughs> I love it. I just like you love the ride. Come on. There's no way you like the ride Broncos ride thing. Oh, I, I say it all the time on all shows and stuff. Yeah, I, do. I think you're it's teasing funny. him. You're teasing him. You're, no, you're no, not. no. I mean, I, he owned it. He did like, own it, but it was really corny. Of course it is. That's okay. a lot of the shit that goes on like this well, is corny. He doesn't does it help him win football games? No. Do you want Denver minus six and a half on Monday night? Absolutely not. Seems way too high. I'm fading that. Um, well, I'll ask you the question you asked me then at the beginning of this uh, searing hot take of the day. Thank you, Omaha Steaks. Buy the meat, guys. Buy the meat. Um, is he still a good quarterback in the NFL? Is he still good? one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? No. He's still a good quarterback, though. can't try to do too much and turn a ball over. I'm not sure. There's 32 jobs. He's in the top half of the league. I'll give him that. Still top 10? No. I can tell you this. I was with those fantasy guys last night. He has no fantasy value, not nearly as much as he did. It's, it's way, it's way down the list. And I like to talk to those guys because I like to see what they're thinking because, you know, they may not be betting. But they are kind of guys that, well, they are with their fantasy stuff, but they're not right. putting like prop bets and stuff and all that crap. They're not, right. they're not doing that nearly as much. Some are, some aren't, but um, I don't know. This is it. This is the, this is a big year for Russell Wilson. As far as that goes going, where do we stand and where are we going? Not a fan of him. <laughs> All right, let's skip over the prop bet, uh, prop story of the day because the card has been completely altered by the main event being canceled. So we can skip over UFC 279 because I'm not going to make a damn bet on that entire card now. So so that card is saves my time, saves my energy. How bad does that crush the the the? Was it a pay per view? Oh, oh yeah, it was. Of course it was. Yeah, it 
castrates it. It's dead. It's like, it's like, marsh, it's like marshmallow. It's nothing. It's an it. What the hell's going on over there at that uh, apex and stuff right now? There's probably a lot of chaos. Breaking, breaking things. Picking up chairs and throwing chairs through windows. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars being lost. ESPN executives picking up the phone and calling Dana White saying, what the fuck just happened? You just ruined this. How did this happen? Why didn't anybody know? Why did anybody watch it? So that was a, that, that, so that's exactly what I was going to ask you next. How does nobody know that he ain't even close to the weight? He's overseas because you don't know that. You can't watch a fighter. It's up to the fighters. They're you all can't watch a fighter train if you're got, they're all independent contractors. All of them. Wow, man. That's wow. the thing about this whole deal. Oh, so now that hold on, I, I just got a text. Tony Ferguson might step in to fight Nate. Well, if you do that, so the line is already going up that it would be Ferguson Diaz and Ferguson's a minus one thirty favorite. That saves the card. If you can convince Tony Ferguson to fight Nate Diaz, what the hell weight are you going to fight at? That's going to be like a oh my god, that can't be a five round fight. Nate's gonna Nate's gonna outweigh him by like on fight night. What's Tony gonna weigh? One fifty, like twenty five pounds. Oh my god! You're talking about two of the craziest son of a bitches on the planet. El Kakua going up against Nate Diaz is like between the two of them, they're like eight screws short of a dozen. <laughs> like look out! <laughs> like those two dudes are not. Those are not sane human beings. If Tony Vargas invites Nate Diaz. Oh my. Okay. I'm back in. You got, you got my attention. If you, if Dana White can pull that off, you, I don't know how the fuck the commission says yes. If they say no to that fight being eight, I don't know. What are you going to, what can Tony get up to? Somebody in the chat, tell me how fast Tony, what, what, what did Tony weigh in at? He weighed in at 145. Did he not? I got, I got to know what Tony Ferguson might weigh. That's so fascinating to me on that. Huh? That saves me. Okay. That, that, that's, that saves it. Uh, Tony. Oh, he waited one. So Tony's fighting at 170. Oh, he, then absolutely. Okay. Tony is fighting. Okay. See, Tony's was up in weight. Okay. Yep. Now that fight can happen. 155. I thought he was going to be at that 145, 155. So if Tony's at 170, then 100%. There's your fight. Man, it's just like Cowboy Cerrone. Man, you thought Cowboy Clint, was going to... Clint Ballard, thank you, sir. Moved up in weight classes. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, so he's at 170 now. Okay, so now Tony can't do 145, 155 anymore. That's fair at his age. All right, so now we're at 170. Both guys are at one... Yeah, hell yeah, do it. That that saves the whole night. Five-round five fight, Tony Ferguson, Nate Diaz is an absolute barn burner of a fight. Competitive. Oh my God. Yeah. So much more competitive than Jemaya of Diaz. Way more fun to watch, too. So much more action. That fight's going over. Take the over in that fight. That I'm going to guess Nikki would set that at three and a half rounds. If I had to guess what he'd set that, that total at, I'll call him after the show. Maybe four. He might go even four and a half. I mean, talking about durable of durability. Hold on. Let me see the average fight time for, for Ferguson. Um, 
Tony Ferguson's average fight time is 11 minutes. Nate Diaz's average fight time uh, is hold on. Nate Diaz's average fight time is 11:23. So set it. You know, basically that's two. It's the midpoint of two. Maybe it's two and a half rounds. Maybe it's not three and a half. Maybe it's two and a half rounds that they set it at between the two of them. It's always two and a half. Oh, that's yeah, such the juice. Two and a half. Five round fight? I thought only title fights were five rounds. No, every main event's five rounds in the UFC. The main event. Okay. Every every last fight's five. Gotcha. Wow. Like Tamayev's average fight time is 535. <laughs> to give you an idea of that guy. He's 11 or no, average fight time 535. Absolute beast. Ferguson, I mean, Diaz is 21 and 13. Nate Diaz's last win was three fights ago, losing to Masvidal, losing to Edwards. I mean, Ferguson went around. He had the funniest line. Oh. He was like, everyone calls Conor McGregor the goat. I'm the boat. Best of all times. Oh, boat. I love it. Boat don't sink is what he said. Oh, write <laughs> this shit down. He goes, Wait I'm the a boat. Second. Hold like, on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm the boat. Best of all time. I'm Boats don't boat. sink. Boats. <laughs> Don't sick. Best of all time. Put that shit on a t shirt. Best of all time. Boats don't sink. He's, I mean, he is straight. He is absolutely. Goats don't sing. Boats don't sink. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my. Yes, SoCal DJ and boats God. don't sink. Play along there, my friend, okay? We're not asking you to be all technical on this, okay? Yes, he's making a joke. Some boats do sink. He's saying that boats float. Titanic. Conor McGregor is the goat, and goats go down. Boats. Don't. Diaz Diaz Ferguson. Get the goat. I can't wait to go tell the kids this. I'm going to walk downstairs (laughs) and say, I'm the boat. They're going to be looking at me like, what? The best, the best of all, of all time. time. <laughs> best of all time. Boats don't sink. Oh, uh, I'm fired up. I'm with you though. D, I mean, uh, Jimmy says DS wins. I would be intrigued. I'm definitely more interested. I mean, Tony Ferguson is a guy who he's lost his last four fights. Lost to Gaethje, Oliveira, Darush, and Chandler. He's been knocked out in three in two of those four fights. Went to a decision against Darush and a decision against Charles Oliveira. It was not a title shot for Oliveira. He did not have his belt yet, but Gaethje did have the belt when he lost to Justin Gaethje. Five-round fight there. Got knocked out in the fifth round. That was an absolute war. Tony Ferguson has been an absolute warrior for this company. I mean, Ferguson, he was born in 84. This guy's 39 years old. 38, 39. My God. God, that's a fight now if that happens. Dana, you pull that off. Yep, I'm back in. I was out on the whole damn card. You pull off Diaz Ferguson. I'm back in at 170. I mean, to be honest, you may get more pay-per-view buys. I'm going to say that. I think that actually sells much better with the long-term UFC fight fan than it would Jemiah versus Diaz. That's the proper fight for Nate to go out on. Same age. Same length of career. Guy's been around forever. Both these guys are warriors. Hell yeah. If they both retired at the same time, that would be sick. 
If it's the, if it would be the last fight for both of them, there was, that would be awesome. See them walk, walk off, walk off, walk together would be really sick if that happened. Uh-huh. All right, I'm in. If that happens, I just got to text from somebody saying, "Watch for that fight." They're, they're, they're trying to get it done right now. They're talking about it, so we'll see if that happens. Uh, prop of the day: David Montgomery over 15 and a half receiving yards at minus 110 is our betprep.com prop bet of the day. Uh, this is an interesting bet because you've got I, obviously a pass rush for the 49ers getting up the field. Screen passes are going to happen to David Montgomery. One screen pass might get you there. He's caught 16 or more yards receiving in six of his last seven games, averaging 32 yards per 16 or more receiving yards in 11 of his last 13 games at home. He's averaging 20 touches per game last year for this bears offense. He's now the 40, now the starter for sure. So maybe there's a chance to see him even get more than this. How do you feel about David Montgomery over 15 and a half receiving yards? I have no idea. I like I this. No, I, I don't. I, don't I, do, I, I like, like this. I like it a lot. I like Justin Fields over rushing yards too. Those are the two prop bets I like a lot in this you game. Said he's going to be running for his life. Correct. And zip gets free. Hmm. Okay. He's I have no player. idea. I can't give you a, a strong opinion <laughs> either way. No, I'm just being honest. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I like I Montgomery. No, I have no opinion. All right, I've got a million better to book us to get to, so we're going to fire these Holy rapid fire. Crap. <laughs> we're going to rapid fire. We're going Stevie all Stevie Mac started, I want the ship or the chip and all this other stuff because we mentioned the boat, the best of all time. People, there we go. It's a ship. Yep, fine. Uh, better to book it brought to you by Caesar Sportsbooks, JTP15 for up to a $1,250 risk-free bet. All right, here's my parlay of the day, okay? Pull up, pull up your Major League Baseball slate. Oh, my. Ready? But you were done with the baseball. Only on Parlay Friday. Damn it. I cannot keep track of you. <laughs> I bet baseball Parlay Friday. Okay. Yeah. Got to throw a bone to some people who like Parlay betting for baseball. That's fine. There's a lot of them. Braves, money line. Braves, money line. Hold on. Braves, 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 Braves. What's the one danger game against Seattle? Whoa. That's at the bottom. Morton Ray. Pick him. Woo. Ooh, look at you. Okay. Braves have won seven straight. They're rolling. It's just a streak play. Diamonds money. Di- Diamondbacks money line. Scroll back up. Zach Davies. Won four straight Zach starts. Davies. They're a dog. Yep. They're a dog. Won four straight starts for, Z- for Zach Davies. Marquez. That's I like Arizona. Yes, sir. Orioles run line against the Red Sox. Orioles. Orioles. Orioles have won seven of the 12 meetings against the Red Sox, six and one on the on the run line. When they beat the Red Sox, they do it by more than one run. Bam. Two of three. <laughs> Always. But which, which one gets me? I'm worried about that Braves one. To be perfectly honest. Fair. Me too. That's a streak, but it's Mariners. It's Ray. It's Morton. It, this is a hell of a game. That's an under game. It's an under game. Um, it was under seven. I, I couldn't do a seven juice to the over. Right, that's nice though. Look at you, three teamer plus eight fifty. Oh, that's that's. I mean, it's worth a shot. But it's it's. I can't even believe you came with baseball on Friday. <laughs> I First always do it weekend every Friday. I know. All right, tonight. Yes, I bought the half a point back to six. I missed the best number. Six and a half was the best number. It was five and a half. I bought it to six. Okay. Louisville tonight on the road at the bounce house. There's a football game tonight. There's two games tonight. 
Louisville I, I, plus I, I, six. Oh. Louisville played like crap in their opener, but they have Malik Cunningham. Shit. Who I like a lot. Louisville Did you like him last six. week? No, I didn't bet it. They got crushed. <laughs> Told everybody to bet the Cuse. Really? Syracuse. Yeah. How could Louisville be favored, big favorite on a road like that? They got well, they lost badly, though. They got embarrassed. They got smoked. I, I want Satterfield to come back. By the way, the one stat that really is negative against me on this bet is it straight up Syrac- uh, Louisville on the road after the loss to Syracuse. They're 14, sorry, four and 15 over the last 19 games on the road straight up. It's pretty damn bad. <laughs> But I'll take the six points. UCF wins by three. Oh, oh, you're trying to call your shot. Win and no cover. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of calling your shot, Bonvi wants a shout out. Bonvi, thank you for the shout out on the hat in the chat. Bonvi, he likes my hat. That's, That's the only good. Thing I get to wear with the Pisces. Um, Bonvi thought you were mad at him. Not mad at Bonvi. Please. I can't wait to meet Bonvi. I can't wait to meet half of these guys. Hmm. Um, I think I like UCF. Okay. <laughs> I think I would, I think I would book this one. And and I don't know enough about UCF, but I saw a lot of that Louisville game. Whew. This one might be uh this is a shootout. 61 and a half. It's too high. But I I, I thought about the over everyone's bet the over. It's too high. 60. I can't I can't stomach it. I can't do it. Are you going to watch any of this game, seriously? I'm going to watch all this game. Might have to do Cheeky and Pete's. <laughs> Madeline's got, uh, what do you call it, tonight? Or she's got open gym tonight. Yeah. And I'll be in the waiting room watching the game. They put all football. They have three TVs, and they put football in all three of them. It's phenomenal. You're supposed to be watching your kid. Yeah, let her do her thing. She runs around. This coaches in there. To, to, the coaches <laughs> teach them what to do. I just sit there and watch the games. It's phenomenal. What is it, go, gymnastics? Yeah, it's great. You aren't watching her jump and tumble and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're watching Louisville Central Florida. I won't tell her. She don't watch. She knows. She, she looks up. She comes to you and say, "How are you?" She's fine. She's she's good. Got three coaches in there teaching like twenty five kids running around doing you know trampoline and everything else. It's awesome. It's the best Friday night ever. Go, go crazy. I love it. I get to watch football and you guys go jump around, and have a good time, and do exercise. I love it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Desert. Such a shit game. Go ahead. Oh, it's great. No, the next game, okay. this, is, this is the shit game. Louisville oh, no. plus 17. Sorry, New Mexico plus 17 at home. You won't give Boise up State. with this team. You won't. Guess, you no, this, you this, can't this, get this, enough of this New Mexico shit. Wrong. That's New Mexico State. This is New Mexico. Difference. This is the other team in the state. This is not the Aggies. This is the other team in the state. This is New Mexico, not New Mexico State. This is New Mexico. Plus 17 at home against Boise State. Red out coming in Albuquerque. Did you just say that? Yes. A red out? Yes, they're redding it out in Albuquerque. They're excited. They're jumping up and down. Boise comes in, wins the game, doesn't cover 17 points. Boise did not look good last week at all against Oregon State. Got run out against Oregon State. Oh, lost, lost badly. What in the hell are you doing here? <sighs> Rocky Long's defense, former head coach of New Mexico, coming back now on as a defensive coordinator with his staff. Eight returning starters. They're going to bow up and play defense. Ride that energy of a Friday night home crowd red in Albuquerque out. and a red out in Albuquerque. A red out. Have you ever been to Albuquerque? There is nothing to do in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, 
I was it, just going to say. It looks like Breaking Bad. Like the whole oh, damn town. It's like, this is why they made Breaking Bad. Off the fucking list. <laughs> they sh- they the shot list. Breaking Bad in, in, in New Mexico for a reason. I remember driving through and going on my way from Pittsburgh to Phoenix when I moved out west. I drove by myself. Man, it was unbelievable. I listened to books on tape. I listened to mm-hmm. football games. I listened to talk shows. You get in touch with yourself when you're driving by yourself. You really do. True. I agree. Um, but I got to Albuquerque and I was like, I'm going to go see the pit. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Because yeah. growing up, it was always it was a, a big, a big yeah. place to watch place to play. Game, yeah. March Madness game. I'm like, I'll go see the pit. High up altitude, down in the ground. Yeah. Dicot. And then I got to Albuquerque and I was like, and I had just driven through half the state of New Mexico. I was like, I ain't fucking stopping to see the pit unless there's a million dollars there. <laughs> Kept not, driving. Don't blame you. Keep going. I didn't want to stop in New Mexico at all. I ended up stopping in Tucumcari, New Mexico, because my was tired Never and my back hurt. And I wanted to watch a playoff baseball game. Okay. Because I had the Braves. I can't remember. I think it was Maddox pitching. But I needed to see the game. So I got a nice steak at a really small place. I slept in a hotel. It was a motel because the door was outside. There was no, it was, I learned the difference between a hotel and a motel. Motel Motel is the doors right to the outside elements. Anybody can knock on it. (laughs) Hotel is a building with rooms in it. Yeah. Hotel, motel, holiday. And you know, the the song lyric. I love that song. (laughs) Hotel, motel, holiday. (laughs) Damn right. I say that shit every day. Um, I think I'm going to put you on your own on this one, too. I'm going to put it's fine. All right. Alabama minus 14 and a half against Texas. Do I get burned with CLV history here? I got six points of CLV in a college football game of the weekend. <laughs> mm, man, it got to be the band. It's all about the band. One sound. One band, one sound. I want Alabama to house them. They're going to. All right, we'll bet this with you. All right. Baylor plus three on the road at BYU. This one, I think you're dead ass wrong. <laughs> dead ass wrong. All I right. booked this one. BYU gets it done on the road to becoming a part of the national playoff picture talk. Be quiet. They're oh my! Have to keep them out if they keep winning these games. This is a, this is going to put them All on right. the map. That's now I want this even thing. more. Now Randa house this team. I'm not talking about BYU as a playoff contender. Oh my goodness. You know, I know Alabama or Georgia would do to BYU. Destroy the goodness. Tremendous heading opportunity for us. They'd be thinking they're seeing Joseph Smith on the field with them. My gosh, they'd be lost. (laughs) Uh, My first teaser of the NFL season. You ready? Can't wait. Saints pick them. Bengals minus a half a point. I feel like the Bengals one is just personal. I think you're just using them. You could have picked all these other teaser options. You no, picked the Bengals. It's the Bengals are at home. It's the Bengals against the team they own, and it's the first start for Mitch Trubisky. They might cover. I just can't see them winning. Saints can't lose to the Falcons, can they? No. Or I'm really, 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 really wrong about my opinion on the New Orleans Saints. Like really wrong. I think that's the one I'm worried about with this. When oh, I look good. at this, then that cashes. Then, if you're worried about that, they're cashing. 
Yeah. This year I'm laying the juice on my teasers. So this is going to yeah. be interesting. I'm laying the minus 125. I would flat bet it with one unit. Now I'm laying the point one the 1.25. Okay. So it's going to be yeah. a bit more, I mean, I, it's more expensive this time around. <laughs> if I'm wrong. I'm, uh, I'll book this one just because you're laying the juice. We'll see what happens. But I, I think I think you got two winners there. See, All right. that'd be that, that'll be one of the stories of the day on Monday if that loses. Agreed. Cardinals plus six and a half. You hate it, right? I have I not hate bet, it. I have not bet this yet, but this is a play I have strongly considered, but it seems very public. I don't hate it, but it seems so obvious. It okay. seems so, so obvious. So no, I I I would I mean if you're asking me to bet it or book it, I would only um I mean I want to bet it. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I that it feels too easy. I'll I'll say bet it, but if we haven't done it yet maybe hold off a little bit because yep. this could be that chief's run out. And then I'm teasing it down. If, if, if it stays at six and a half, I would tease it down and take the chiefs. I think chiefs. Why win. wouldn't you tease it up and take 12 and a half? Cause like the, cause you just said the chiefs might run them out. Well, that's if, I mean, uh, okay. If you're that's thinking possible. about teasing it to come down to the chiefs. down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Go to half a point, take the chiefs. Yeah. Uh, and then finally Ravens minus six and a half done. Bet it. Yeah. They're gonna. That's, that's, I mean, I, I don't know how the Chiefs keep it cl- or the Jets keep it close. I, I don't. So, this, so here are my Flacco done. At, at the moment, this is the five games for my circa million team with Papa Bear from Props Arizona. Okay, we are still arguing over a couple of them, but at the moment, it's surprise, Ravens, surprise. Ravens, Saints, yep. and the 49ers. We're concerned about taking three road favorites, however, laying more than five points on all three. Mm-hmm. So we have to go find two dogs that we like. Mm. He's standing on a table for the Panthers. I'm standing on a table for the Packers. We both agree on the Panthers. So the four would be, he doesn't like the Cardinals. He likes the Colts. Against the Texans. To crush the Texans? Yes. I'm worried about home divisional dogs in week one. Worried about home divisional dogs. In week one. We've seen weird things happen. Like last year, Jacksonville beating the Packers week one. Like it's just the start of the year. Sometimes teams get off to kind of funky starts. New quarterback and Matt Ryan. I know they're going to run the ball like crazy. I'm worried about the Colts. He likes the Giants too. And I do not on Monday night, but I see his point taking the Giants. I just got a text that says the Colts are nine, one and one ATS and last 11 at Houston. Yep. Sure. And the Colts are 15, 5, and 2 ATS in the last 22 versus Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, bold letters, Houston sucks, is the text I got. <laughs> Indy's going to annihilate them. So he may talk me into it. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's possible. I don't, I would never even consider that game. Texans, Colts? I would just right. cross just it off forget the list. It. I agree. Yes, just, I'm, just, I would just put with a you. line through that game. Yes. Like a, Why even play with it? So many other games you can look at and break down. Well, I mean, yeah. Worrying, I mean, for worrying about strategy about wise, the majority of the, the majority of people are going to pick the Colts. Right. And then you can root for Houston and not have to pick it. Right. Like, or you can join the crowd and bet the Colts. I don't know. There's no to knock out strategy of wise. I mean, it's too early in the season to pick the Texans unless you really think they're going to cover. Just root for the Texans to cover and take everyone else down. You don't have to get that one right. Get a couple. Got to feel stronger about a couple other games. I don't like the game. 
I would agree. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, well, a couple of things. One was my phone call before this show started. It was tremendous. <laughs> Mike, Mike's not listening now because we're not on there, but boy, am I learning a lot about this space in this business every single day. The other thing is that we're doing the show because, you know, yesterday we were doing the show, things got heated, you know, and I don't take it personal. I mean, we're, we're having, no, a I, I owe you an apology. No, I owe you, I owe you an on-air apology and I owe you an, a personal apology. I, I was out of line yesterday. It's fine. I was just no, not fine. We were having a conversation. I was at the line. It was, it was on me. And it's it's fine. And you know, I was poking the bear, and I, I apologize <laughs> to you for poking you too far. Where you had to even get to that point, but I think, and I'm seeing it more and more. I mean, like I'm getting DMs asking me about my kid, who you've never met or don't know, but you're listening or watching this show genuinely concerned it's really cool what we're doing and it has nothing to do with the fucking games (laughs) like it's it does a brigade member came at me and said that they're dealing with a tough they're struggling at the moment and 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 they're trying they're trying to get i'll leave it alone but they have they have an issue with it with something that a lot of people have issues with with substances in, in, in in their life and they're fighting through it and you and me talking the way that we do in the part that our show plays in this person's role, he's trying to keep himself on a very tight schedule to keep himself away from the substance. And like that, like shook me. Like we're part of this guy's recovery. Like we're helping him get through the day because getting through the day is hard. And this is what he, this is what helps this, these two hours or what get him through the day. I was like, it's a lot of responsibility, but I really appreciate you sharing that with me because that means the world to us. See, now you got me to almost cry on here. I've done it a couple of times to you. Now you tell me that. And I'm like, this is why I'm doing the show. This is, this is, this is why I enjoy talking to you on this show so much, but it's not just about me and you. We're talking about stuff for other people. And that was going to be my other thing about favorite thing about today was it was two years ago on this Friday before opening weekend of the season that I had the stroke. It was actually September 11th, but the calendar moves a day every year, but it was the Friday before the season. And I was making plans to the week of the on Friday, sign up for the contest. And I never did. And you were the first show that I did after I came out of the hospital. I was on that show. And now today we're doing a show every day. And we can have discussions and get heated and did like we did yesterday. We showed up today. We're doing a show. And now you tell me that there's people listening to this to help them get through their day. I mean, what's what's going to get better about that? I mean, and it's only noon here. Like, all right. you know, I'm going to go on MLB Network today. We're doing nice. that. We're doing that hit. I'm going to be on Sports Grid and all that stuff. We're doing that. But this thing that we're building. Mm. and doing i don't want to hear about like i'm listening to these people tell me about conversions and how many people this and that <laughs> keep keep just just telling thank you to yeah. the brigade and Amen roll call friday showing uh, up keep showing up thank you my favorite thing about today actually goes to the weekend because this is the busy season 
and I haven't had the busy season. And so I actually really like the busy season. I like going a million miles there with my hair on fire. It's just who I am. Saturday morning, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Discord channel, betprep.com slash chats. You guys get to bet a half unit of my money. Last week, seven recommendations, five and two. Unfortunately, the one of the two losses was the one that was voted for yes. And so it lost. We're 0 and 2. We're searching for a winner. So you can join us tomorrow morning on the Discord channel at 11 a.m. Eastern time. It'll be a little uh, audio channel that you'll see in, in the Discord rundown on the different channels. You'll see a little audio button that will be in there for half an hour or so, making recommendations, taking picks and plays. Sunday, same time, different spot, video. For Spencer Limbach and I, we are doing the pro football props, one hour breakdown, 15 bets, all prop bets to be given out. Fade or follow, do what you want. Spencer's got five. I've got five. Betprep.com is going to give you five. Run them all down just on props.com. That's it. Okay. Front page, props.com, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific time, taking you up to noon when you guys will have schedule or have, uh, roster locks and everything else. So it's, if you're playing DFS, you're playing long, long term or season long fantasy, it'll make sense to you because we're going to tell you about picks and plays and stats that we like and what's going to happen. So it's a lot of work to go in that. Oh, look at that. There it is. I didn't, didn't even see the that. Graphic. There's the graphic. So that's coming up here on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. on props.com. So I just am so happy to have football back. I'm so happy to have this brigade and kind of bring in some of the newbies who haven't seen this before and haven't seen what football season is like. It's a seven day a week journey. And I learned a ton from what we're doing that we can do starting on props.com in the next couple of months, we can do live shows at halftime of big games with just me and you going live and recommending Mm. picks and plays and putting the bets on the screens. People can just go ahead and go right to them quick and easy. Mm-hmm. And I le- I've gone through a whole thing of like, this could be really freaking cool to do in the future. So I got some pretty cool ideas and pretty cool things we're going to be able to do. Watch parties, watching games with us, things along those lines. Nice. Football's here. It is. <laughs> Let's see what happens. And then tell me, you, then you need to tell me if we're going to, wa- if we're doing, of course, I'm doing parlay. Then are, are we doing a team or not? Tell me what we're doing. If we're doing a, BVB team or not for the Circa Million. So, okay. or Survivor or Westgate or Last Man Standing, whatever we're going to wind up doing. Okay. We've got, we've got two, we've got uh, 26 hours <laughs> to make that, to make that determination <laughs> whether we're doing Yeah, because we're going to have Saturday at two is when it wraps for most places. For Circa, Westgate's later. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, I think the Westgate deadline is Saturday night. I think the picks have to be in by midnight or 10 o'clock or something. So we'll see. I don't know. Back on Monday, full wrap up. I'll talk to you Saturday. I'll talk to you Sunday. Discord channel, betprep.com slash chat. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Have a great weekend. Talk to you on Monday for B.